is he's like, no, my girlfriend is going to be the lead. <laughs> Whether she knows she's my girlfriend or not. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to That Pretentious Book Club. Hi, friends. Welcome back. We are joined once again by our wonderful, darling, beautiful sister uh, podcast host from the Scripturian Society, Carissa Harlow, a.k.a. Catherine, a.k.a. Lewis. Uh, Those were all yours, right? That's it. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Applause, applause. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be a good episode. I should have, like, had, like, a more dramatic entrance for the episode because we all have very like dramatic vibes going on yeah this episode i'm just gonna go ahead and say is phantom of the opera Yay! and so yeah we told uh Catherine over there you know hey whichever episode you want to join us for you can and we gave her a lesson she was like phantom of the opera definitely and we all came today and she's wearing a choker necklace that's like black and pretty yes. spoons mm-hmm. is wearing like this black lacy shirt thing and i'm wearing my grandmother's costume jewelry so we all look like we're ready for the opera but not yes. all right <laughs> are we i i feel ready for the phantom you feel ready for the phantom you would say <sighs> I that do. i have so many <laughs> thoughts i am really excited i would love to put you yes. and the phantom of the opera in a room together and just see you try and like have discourse with him because i feel like he'd say something crazy and you'd be like well yeah but what about this and you would just be debating <laughs> and he'd be like i'll just logic him out of be, all of his actions exactly level. yeah exactly it would be funny uh, so Anyways, how has uh, y'all's weeks been? You want to start with uh, Lewis? Um, I mean, my week has been good. I you know, you we and I just talked, talked yesterday. yesterday. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, what did I say? Um, I well, so I'm the co-host of the other podcast, which is a writing podcast, and I just finished like a short story that I'm going to send Very off dark. to a contest. I, it's dark, um, cool. but I, I really like it. <laughs> I've been accidentally writing a lot of more horror fantasy kind of things lately, mm-hmm. so it was very in theme with that, but I'm really excited. I think it's good. It is. So I've been editing that. And intense. Thank you. She was like, here, you can yes. read it, and she told me it was dark, and I just didn't expect the kind of dark that it ended up being, so I was like, what is, what just happened? Oh, no. It's really very, hard to gauge what good. people mean by that. Because sometimes people are like, oh, there's some death. And sometimes people are like, yeah. here's this really traumatic and thing. I've read your <laughs> other things. And so I thought I kind of knew what your version of dark was. And this was yeah. a whole different level. So I'm telling her if it doesn't get, um, if it doesn't get like a mention or whatever in the contest she submitted to, she should publish it so we can share it with everybody. Oh, my yeah. God. I want to read it now. I want everyone to experience the same shock Please do, friend. Yes. Yeah, I will. And then um, you have to text me when you hit the moment. You'll know when you're there. I'll be like, this isn't that okay. bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was exactly what I did. Exactly what I, I did. Feel, I feel like I might have accidentally given Ash a red herring because something dark happens. And so I think maybe she thought that was the dark thing, but then it goes darker, mm. like, right at the very end. <laughs> yeah, so, I just, I thought the whole out. thing kind of had, like, a horror sci-fi vibes a little bit. And yeah. then... And then I was like, oh, this, is a, this isn't even that kind. This is just horrible in any genre. Like, this is yeah. just scary. <laughs> universally awful. Yeah, this is just universally. This is not genre-specific darkness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. I'm totally blanking on everything that has happened to me in my life. So eh, welcome to that's my all world. I got. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Spoons, my wife? 
my waifu. Hello, dearest. Well, I've been, I'm also, like, lately, people ask me what I'm doing or what I've done, and I'm like, I literally have no idea. I don't know. I think my memory's <laughs> getting worse, but I, um... <laughs> This Join the team. <laughs> yeah, seriously. This last weekend, that was my one thing I had, you know, and now I'm like, <laughs> That's my one like, skill. Okay, well, fine. now we'll get t-shirts, and then t-shirts will be the one thing you have. <laughs> I'm going to forget about this anyway, so <laughs> you can just surprise me with the t-shirt. <laughs> like, yeah, that'll be good. Um, this last weekend, I went to my little brother's band competition, so that was really mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I mentioned that last time, though, so I don't know. Um, see, I don't even know. Oh, I've also been writing a lot. I am having a thing where I'm, I keep wanting to make things really dark and then I have to be like, no, pull back, pull back. No, I don't have <laughs> because that instinct at all. I, yeah, it's this specific thing. Usually I, I'm like, sure, just go for it. But this mm-hmm. thing is like, I don't think it really works as well. So I'm having to stop mm-hmm. myself, which is kind of frustrating. But um, now I want to know which, which one, which book is this? The Midsummer Night's Dream one. <laughs> I want to know. Go dark. You it's originally a comedy. I know it's a comedy. Tell, like, go dark <laughs> thing is. Well, well that's, that's why it would be you get the shock factor because no one's expecting yeah. it. Yeah. People are like this will have a happy ending, I and know. then you're like, psych, no, <laughs> darkness uh-huh. everywhere. And now it's a tragedy. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to bastardize yeah. the original genre. That was my goal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm CWing it, um, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then I got all the cats. Haley is leaving. I don't know why I said I got Uh all the cats, but they're sitting in front of me. That's why I said that. (laughs) Haley is leaving for Peru this week. Like, literally, she might interrupt me while we're doing this to say bye. So, oh, then I'll get to say goodbye to her also. She joined Mm -hmm. us last episode for Fallen Kingdoms, and it was delightful. And Lewis has also read Fallen Kingdoms, which is (gasps) great because it's good. Yes, another one. I read the first three, I believe. And I I can't remember if it's five or six. Okay, I can't remember anyone's names um, because it was a long time ago. I read these. (laughs) I don't need to know. Yeah, le- I don't even remember. <laughs> Last but episode, I have read them. We had the most shocking. I've never been more shocked by something that Spoons has, has admitted in her entire life ever. I've never been more surprised. So out of character. Did, did you like that? Um, the bad boy character. Oh my god. <laughs> this is or the villain. This is the one time in my life I've ever like shipped the girl with the bad boy like ever. Yeah, uh-huh. and you picked the most controversial bad boy. He's- like the thing is, is he a bad boy? He's more like he's just not sad even. as you get along. He's a sad like, boy. What's going wait, wait. on? Like, describe him real fast for the, me. He's the one who does what? He's the one Spoiler, who's okay. with his sister yeah. in the first one. Okay, yes, yes I yes. do remember that. Is that did yeah. you ship him and the princess, or did you ship the cute little revolutionary boy Jonas and the princess? I kind of shipped the bad boy in this case. <laughs> I, I remember liking him a lot. I don't know why. There something is about something this, that in book. the air where you guys are it just... twists it. Because I remember the sister and thinking like, gosh, this is really creepy. But also, oh why God. am I into this? This <laughs> book does something to you people. <laughs> yeah. Listen, once, so if you guys... once you get to book two, you'll understand, I think. Or even hmm. book three. Yes. But, like, hmm. a, yeah. yeah. But we'll um, yeah, if you typically like the friends to lovers as opposed to the enemies to lovers. Not that it's really either of those, but... Maybe this one flips that. This one is sort of both enemies to lovers, and either way you do it, so. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I just like Jonas because of the revolutionary thing. Um, 
interesting. That makes he's, sense. He's I a mad boy, too, like... and the other the other guy, Magnus, is a sad, sad boy. <laughs> mad boy or sad boy? It's because yeah. is it because really he's a, a prince? Boy. He's a prince, right? He is a prince. Uh, yeah. Magnus. It yes. might be because he's a prince. See, the prince thing does stuff to me too. Yeah, totally. It sways uh-huh. me. See, I'm like Every down time. with the royalty. Yeah. Down with the royals. I'm with Jonas. <laughs> See, we're still being consistent to who yeah. we are personality wise. <laughs> yeah, That's I don't know terrible. why, but I always go for the royal option if there is one yeah. like you do I, I am not super proud of it i don't consider myself a monarchist <laughs> but something about fictional royalty i'm like oh my yeah. god yes mm-hmm. that I is agree. so funny i relate to the royals when they're women hence i'm like and a chance to wear my sparkly jewelry <laughs> and pretend i'm a queen i'm absolutely i wore a crown last episode but i don't want my men to be royal absolutely not. <laughs> i want them interesting to be taste i like it i like it <laughs> you want to support them not the other way around <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> apparently yeah well i'm really excited because we're going to have fun this weekend we're going to yes. a pumpkin patch on saturday and that is how i remembered i was like oh yeah Haley's gonna be out of town and i know because kendall texted me and said hey you want to hang out this weekend and i was like that's right Haley's gonna be going <laughs> she needs me you're her backup friend yeah, no. I'm the backup plan <laughs> no it's okay I, just... I don't mind i'm so naturally like an isolated personality i'm like you know, I don't I don't feel left out. I like to pretend that I do, but I don't. So I get excited, though, because I forget that it's an option to hang out with people. So you'll text me when I do something, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can do that. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that. we can do that. That's a thing. We can hang out. Oh, yeah. We can hang out. And so, yes, we're going to a pumpkin patch. I'm very excited. I have been all week trying to decide which of my fall outfits am I going to wear. <laughs> <laughs> the new ones. Maybe yeah, ones, all yeah. your new ones. I yeah. I'm uh oh. Here's the thing. I did. I went and bought fabric and a pattern this week because I was like, I have to make a new outfit for the pumpkin patch. Oh so my gosh! I am sewing a new dress for the pumpkin. This patch. is so <laughs> exciting. Okay, cool. So now I have to decide what my options are. I'm gonna send you pictures. I have okay, great. Two good options because I got <gasps> like three outfits, but like one of them's not really a good option for it, and then um. So two of them are like w- more wearable options. So okay, I'm and I excited. have these cute little vintage boots, and you're gonna totally oh! love them. And I'm so happy. I've never, I never buy shoes because they're always expensive, and they were deeply discounted, but still the most expensive shoes I've ever bought, like with their original price. Uh-huh. So I was like, I am so fancy with my Look beautiful fancy boots. Yeah, it's good. Oh, that's so yeah. exciting. Nice. Okay, oh, I'm gonna Ash? give you guys my yeah. update now, which was- is that. Um, <laughs> I know you were going to ask anyways. I just couldn't wait. I was like, I could wait for them to naturally transition me into my week, but I'm just going to go for it, which is that... Um, just jump in. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. My friend uh, Marissa from Mermaid School, which is what I'm now referring to, the free dive <laughs> slash mermaid retreat, where we all got Patty free dive and Patty Mermaid certified. Um, I'm just going to call it Mermaid School because it's shorter now, and I accidentally did that yesterday anyways. I so like my friend Marissa from Mermaid School, you know, my mermaid colleague, um, she <laughs> sent me out of the blue. By the way, you guys should follow her on Instagram. She's at Mermaid Maru, and if you guys want to book a mermaid for your events, she is great and excellent and good with kids, so... Uh, go check that out. But anyway, so Mermaid Maru sent me a tale out of the blue from Finfolk. You guys have no idea, like, how much this means to me. Like, I, when I went to mermaid school, I had told Marissa back then, I was like, my options were to make my own tail and come to the retreat, even though I look a little wonky next to all of these girls with their beautiful, like, store-bought tails. And then they're, like, professional-level tails is what it is. Um, and then... 
like I could have done that or I could have gotten a really nice tail and not afforded the retreat. And so I picked obviously to go get my certifications. And so I don't know if she, remember, I don't know what inspired her. I didn't know that you know about the spoons knew about this in advance because Marissa had contacted her to ask Aww. for my size, which is adorable. So I just what, what sizes do mermaid tails come in? Like small, medium, and large? It's, are they one, like pant sizes? Finfolk does, but it depends. Um, a lot. Most mermaid okay. tails are custom, so you have to send like individual okay. measurements, and it's a whole thing. Especially if it's a silicone tail. Oh my god, don't get me started. Mm. There's no such thing as like a small, medium, large. Like not even remotely. She knows so much know. about this very so much about thing. this industry. I can tell you guys everything. But anyways. The thing is, all the tails are a little expensive. The fabric tails are not as expensive as they used to be, but still with like my house falling down and stuff, I was like, great, now it's gonna be another two years before I can justify spending money on a fabric tail. And out of the blue, this box shows up and we're on our way to go grab lunch because I was grumpy and hadn't eaten and Javi was just like, well, instead of making food, I think this is urgent and I'm just gonna go get you some Whataburger. <laughs> so it was a good choice. Emergency fast Yeah, food. like I was so hungry, I was nauseous because that's what happened. So I was in the car trying not to throw up and there was was a box by the gate and so I picked up the box and I was opening it in the car on the way to get food and I was like is this a, is this a mermaid tail what's happening I was like this has got to be a mistake and I saw it had Marissa's name so I was like Marissa did you because we write each other letters I was like did you did you send this to the wrong address <laughs> like what and she was like nope it's for you and Aww. I was like this is not oh, happening oh it. my god so then I came back home and I tried it on and then I wore it in bed for 45 minutes um <laughs> or or more probably it was more it's probably closer to an hour and a half because I at the point like my lunch hour ended and I got I took like a bunch of like pictures of my tail and stuff and then I was like Javi could you please bring me my work computer I'm not taking this off and so I worked in bed with my mermaid tail on. Um, I love that yeah because I'm obsessed with it now and so yeah so now I'm like okay now when can I go try this thing out because I want to go in the water so bad and Anyways, the uh, the deepest lake in Texas is only like an hour from us, which I didn't know. So hey. I'm like, mm-hmm, hmm, maybe I will go do that. But so I'm thrilled. Marissa, <laughs> Mermaid Maru, thank you. I owe you my entire soul. My soul is forfeit to you. You can have it. Um, I'm so happy. Really, this was just an Ursula move. Yes, she it really was. Not your soul. You know what? That's that's true. And I was looking on Etsy. I was like, well, now I need to get her something spectacular. And so I was looking on Etsy because there's all this mermaid stuff. I never have an excuse to buy. But I was like, hang on. If I'm buying it for Marissa. So obviously, Marissa, if you're listening, you're getting a surprise coming your way. But and it's not this one, but I'm going to keep this in mind for the future. There, there is some artist who made this shell, like the seashell necklace from The Little Mermaid, and it glows, mm-hmm. and it like turns on and glows, and it really looks like a real shell that glows. And I was like, oh my god, this vibe is way cool. too intense for me. But yeah, <laughs> so that's it's really only been like the last like 24 to 48 hours, but. Um, <laughs> That's I'm that's the best part of my week so I by was far. So happy when you sent me the picture and then I was cracking up in like a fun endeared way because I went to your Instagram and like you posted like five videos of it on. Dude, I held back like, too. I was like, I have ten. Okay, don't post ten. Ash, don't do it. And so I said I was like, I will post three on my story yeah, it and was save great. them to highlights. And then I will post two or three on my Instagram. And then I posted like three on TikTok. And I was like, okay, eventually I will just get all of them out there. Because I'm just, yeah, just, so like, just ration them out. Right, right. Yes. Put them in. And nobody knows how out. much it means to me. So on TikTok especially, I posted one that was with this. There's this like really like, like soothing jazzy song that starts something like um, I've 
still waiting to become a mermaid or I've always wanted to become a mermaid or something like that. And so I was mm-hmm. like mouthing along to the song in it. But I just look like this total weirdo. Like I'm like on my bed with my tail on. And I'm like, there's nothing artistic about this. This is just a moment in my life that I needed to mark somehow. So people are seeing this and I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I'm okay if the world sees me like this, but this is not like a cute look for me. This is not I like a love professional it. You look, look very cute. I uh, you look happy. Yeah, you look so I was happy. very happy. You look good. So that's why I was like, yeah. I feel like I need to mark the happiness of this moment, even good. if I'm not prepared. Yeah. Like I should have done like Do cute it. like hair and makeup and put on like a no. cute top and stuff, but I didn't. No time for that. Got to capture the the, the moment right. exactly. Yeah. So very very excited. And then in other it. news, very briefly, uh, our guinea flew away, so Kitty's gone. Oh no! I don't know where they she can went. Fly? Guineas can fly. Yeah. Um, the idea was that we knew that she would eventually, but she was supposed to have a whole flock of guineas to follow her. Um, oh, that did not happen, so I don't... Kitty. I know. I feel bad for her. I don't think she's going to make it very far, so... Why would you get a bird that will fly away? Well, because we were hoping Is... that we could kind of train them to, like, train as much as you can train guineas, to, like, roost yeah. somewhere on the property, so then they would just ah. roam the property. Even if they just roamed the land around the property, that's fine. That's close enough. The other guineas, the three guineas that were here before us, they live on the neighbor's property sometimes, sometimes our property. <laughs> you just never know. Mm. And so I was hoping for that kind of situation. And I also just love the idea that, like, my neighbors can't do anything about this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can tame the guineas. They're completely <laughs> ungovernable, and I love that so much. But uh, the, the universe does not want me to have guineas, apparently. That and today I planted a pomegranate tree and a current in my lunch break because they came in the mail and I was like, hey, yay! I so. love pomegranates. Uh, yeah. We used to have a pomegranate tree at our house and it was the best ever. Yeah. So that's Hopefully exciting. they last. We had a pomegranate tree and a fig tree when we lived in North Texas and these two stupid pointers that we inherited ate them down to the nubs. Oh no. <laughs> and chewed off the side of our house. Well, I, I, don't, know. I don't like pointers. I'm sorry if you have a pointer. I don't like them. I'm sorry. What is a pointer? It's a type of dog, dog. like a hunting dog. Oh, oh, the ones that point. The point. Yeah. The pointing dog. Yeah. Yes. yes, the pointing ones. We had German short-haired pointers, which are like a very like okay. common hunting dog, and yeah. they were just so stupid. Their names were Belle and Lucky. Lucky's full name was actually Damn Lucky because she had been bitten by a copperhead twice and survived. Oh my god! I remember this story. Yes, you've so- you it's told iconic. me this before. Yeah, yeah. They were the worst. They were the worst. <laughs> Yep, but anyways, that's my week, oh. and that's a little bit of my past for just fun, just peppered <laughs> in there for, for no reason for at all. <laughs> just for funsies, character backstory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously, yep, absolutely. Well, um, I have a wrap up uh, for oh, my week. For it. So last week, as usual, I messed up again and uh, didn't find <laughs> Lee, um, Morgan. Wrote, I almost called her Lee Bardugo. Incorrect. <laughs> Morgan wrote Who's someone um, else. Does, did you do that, Carissa, when I was telling you about Falling Kingdoms? Uh, no, no. It was, maybe it was Caleb. I literally was just talking to someone about Falling Kingdoms and they were like, oh, uh, that was Lee Bardugo. Oh, I mean Morgan Rhodes. And I was like, what? <laughs> Chris, those, names, those names are nothing alike. I know. Yeah. I mean, they are both blonde women who write really dark okay, stuff. Okay, they look alike. So yeah. maybe yeah. that's it. But... Similar vibes. Sorry, but yeah. continue. Well, <laughs> Morgan Rhodes. Yeah. Our uh, pod astrologist, Catherine, uh, she has... Uh, pointed me in the correct direction for Morgan Rhodes's correct birthday, which is February 17th. So she is an Aquarius. Ah. So thank you to Catherine once again, saving the day. Heck yeah. Here's a tidbit that no one cares about. That's the birthday of the love interest in the book I wrote. Oh, I love a fictional birthday. 
Yeah. And that someday when you're famous from these books that you've published, someone is going to listen to this episode and be like, oh my God. Mm. <laughs> and they're going to be like, I Message knew it Message me. Yeah. The famous me. I will respond. Yeah. <laughs> and then watch you nod. How crushing. <laughs> Message me. I'll uh, gossip about her with you like... guys. Don't even worry. <laughs> so Yeah. If I don't respond, just contact Ash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll make her feel bad about it. Don't even worry. I'm here for that. Um. So I actually just realized I totally pulled the spoons and didn't research this author at all. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know nothing about I this love one, so I can't fill spoons. in. I mean, it's accurate and fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the only time where I have, like, hardcore, not until, like, a second before I have to tell the bio. I'm like, oh, no. Sometimes I'm like, oh, no, can I sneak I this research? I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. I am supposed to do that as a... Well, that was what I did this episode, because I, I finished reading this on, like, Tuesday also, so I, like, haven't really thought about this since then. Um, but I will, if you guys are ready, we can just try. I'm going to try and get through this bio sure, with you guys. Sure, go for it. Okay. Cool. Okay, so I'm getting this all from Britannica. This is, uh, so we're doing Phantom of the Opera this episode, and I'm going to tell you guys about the author, Gaston LaRue, I assume is how it's pronounced. Carissa, do you know, because you're, you, you're learning French. I thought it was LaRoe, but I could be wrong because I'm not actually great at the pronunciation part. <laughs> it's one of those. <laughs> Gaston LaRoe. Okay, I'm going to say Gaston LaRoe, uh, who was born okay. May 6th, 1868 in Paris. And I do not know what zodiac sign that is. Do you uh, know Spoons? Taurus. Oh, yes, Taurus. Yes. I should know. <laughs> Whoops. Um, okay, cool. So he's a Taurus. I get that. That makes sense. Uh, French novelist. I don't know if you guys could tell from his name and everything about the book that this is a French book. And in the book, they talk about French people a lot. And they're like, here's the thing about French people is uh, they lie all the time. (laughs) See, this is why I love the French authors and like all of the French literature and why I wanted to be on this episode, because they're just so like self-deprecating about their own culture. I I I think I also love French literature. They are hilarious. Like... They are. They're subtly hilarious. Yeah. You guys want to hear miss a secret it if you're not paying attention. What about the French? Yes. They don't like us and they don't like our literature. <laughs> is that a secret? <laughs> no, it's not. It's just part of the worst me kept feels, secret in the world. It really is. Part of me just feels like like almost like attacked when I'm reading French literature just because I know that like even if I appreciate it, I'm like they would never ever appreciate this if I wrote it. Yeah. But you I have to hate it on Yeah. on impul- not on, impulse, on a sort of. on principle. Yes, yeah. on principle. That exactly. was a stupid word to mix up. <laughs> it was Go another uh, malapropism. Mal- malapropism. I had the hardest yeah. time trying to remember that word last night. Um, mm. So uh, he is French, and that means that he is very consistent and entertaining. You know, I think the whole country of France might be Taurus in, en- in their energy. <laughs> They're very consistently them. <laughs> you always know what to Fair. expect from French media. True. Um, Anyway, so he is obviously best known for the book that was published in 1910, which we know as The Phantom of the Opera, but was originally called in French, and I'm going to try this, and then Carissa can correct me, Le Phantom de l'Opera. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm like, I know we have a French listener for one. I believe her name is Jane. Jane, I apologize. For, oh, yeah. First of all, for making fun of French people, but also not that much. It's okay. You can make fun of me, too. Um, I'm really sorry for my pronunciations. <laughs> But I'm going to go yeah, ahead and, and like, just full steam ahead and pretend I know how to do it. Right? 
Yeah, watch as I totally corrected your correct pronunciation, and I actually made it wrong, and this <laughs> listener is like, oh my gosh, who is this person? Well, that would be very American of us. We're just being consistently <laughs> American. Yeah, okay. come on. Like, I'm American. <laughs> cut us some slack, French listeners, okay? Yeah, please. Your language is hard, it okay? Is there hard. are too many vowels, uh, and no hard. consonants are pronounced. Yeah, yeah, y'all's consonants are mm, confusing. So... Mm. Anyways, uh, he went to school, I'm guessing like just normal grammar school, left school, became a clerk in a law office, and began writing essays and short stories in his free time. Um, By 1890, he had become a journalist full time. And then from 1894 to 1906, he sailed the world as a correspondent, reporting back to Paris, Paris, Paris. (laughs) (laughs) How could I possibly find a different way to mispronounce Paris? I know it's like (laughs) Paris or something, and I still... (laughs) about a different way uh reporting back to paris um his adventures during that time wow Uh, that's cool yeah um one of the adventures in which he took part was the russian revolution of 1905 wow just just traveled abroad to fight a war and then came home yeah so we're bringing in the other language that i'm learning actually uh we have a carissa language we have a me language also marissa aka mermaid maru i believe is also learning russian she probably speaks it better than me i believe i don't think i dreamed that i think that was real but (laughs) you never know you never know um let's see in the early 1900s he started to write novels his first successful one was published in 1907 was called the mystery of the yellow room um I'm not going to try and pronounce this one in French. There's too many words I don't know how to pronounce, but I feel like Carissa <laughs> could possibly pronounce it. I know yellow is Jean. Is that how you say Jean. it? Jean? Yeah. Is it, the, is it EU or AU? AU. I think it, that's Jean. Jean. So. I think. Something. La mystery is how I'm going to say that. <laughs> De la chambre jaune? Something like yeah. that. Dang. I mean, I think, like I think I got the chambre closer. I don't know. The yeah. Le Mystery is spelled M-Y-S-T-E-R-E. <laughs> Le Mystery. How would Le you? Mystère. 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 Yeah. Le Mystère de la Chambre Jeune. <laughs> I mean, it sounds good to me, but I literally know nothing. Yeah. So I, Jane, I hope I'm making you cringe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. That's what I'm here for. Jane, send us your feedback after. I'm dying to know. Yeah, send feedback. Please do. I won't be offended. Um, I'm just, I'm going to steal myself so I know exactly what to expect, which is disappointment. Which is, I mean, I think what the French do best anyways, so... <laughs> this is all very in character. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, so the star character of the mystery of the yellow room was an amateur detective named Joseph Camp, not Rouletteville, something like that. Nice. Um, and then there were a number of sequels that followed, um, which were not as successful. Obviously, The Phantom of the Opera was his most successful work, but it looks like the majority of his literary career other than that was detective novels, which I feel like you kind of do kind of get that vibe in The Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like the weird narrator thing where he, the narrator's mm-hmm. like, I'm figuring it out. You know what? Yeah. I really respect somebody who's like, I'm going to make up a detective and write 80,000 things with this one detective. <laughs> that is the best genre we have, truly, as a society. <laughs> like, whodunits so. and detective novels. Incredible mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Like, I love yeah. it. You know, I ghost wrote a series of five books that were whodunits with the same detective. <laughs> incredible see but you can't tell us what they are i'm not allowed to for my nda but (laughs) i did i followed it and i will say because it's so formulaic it's almost like it kind of feels like exercising like it's not like it's exactly easy but like you know what to do you don't have to be like gee i (laughs) wonder what (laughs) components my story's missing (laughs) yeah it's pretty easy to tell so the phantom of the opera this was interesting actually appeared in serial form before it was published as a novel 
which I actually feel like kind of I could believe that with the chapters at the end. They were like, the Persian story continued. Yeah. And so on. Exactly. For two different reasons. I think it felt to me occasionally a little disjointed. And I think that's because A, it's a translation. So a lot is missed in translation. Mm -hmm. And then B, um, it was published as a serial before, which I didn't know and makes a lot of sense. But when it was first published, it's kind of funny. It received only, quote, moderate sales and somewhat poor reviews. So apparently the book did not achieve international celebrity until the American actor Lon Chaney created the title role in the silent film version in 1925. And then Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical, The Phantom of the Opera, which came out in 1986, was really what renewed fame for the novel. So this is one of those cases where really until like 86 years after it was published or something, oh, maybe not 86, but 76 years after it was published, Mm -hmm. um, it, it was like, eh. Is kind of interesting. And now it's like known the world over, like yeah, many, many times. That's over. fascinating. It is also really interesting that it's about the opera, but it took like three iterations for it to get a musical. Yeah, I was just yeah. thinking that. Like, I'm sure the silent <laughs> a book and a silent yeah, a film. Yeah, silent film. It's all about music. Like, what? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It is. It's super strange. And so I did yeah. keep picturing when I was reading the book, all the characters as the characters in mm-hmm. the movie, because it's what I know the best. And I was like, oh, this is where that song comes in. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking things like, why didn't they like take more like specific songs and like inspiration for the songs and the Phantom of the Opera? Right. I mean, I love it. So I really can't have any actual critique, but it was confusing. And there were some things I liked a lot more in the opera, actual like musical opera version than right. in the book. But yeah, me too. I also, it wasn't a translation that was published in serial form and then crammed into a novel. Yeah. So I feel like that's not terribly shocking. Um, he published, so LaRue published several other novels and a few more plays. But aside from some mystery aficionados, he never achieved wide fame as a writer of horror and crime stories. That is a direct quote from Botanica. But I think that's a little bit funny. Is that really all we got on him? I mean, yeah, just when did he die is probably good enough. Okay, well, I wanted to know about his personal life. Oh. I wanted the tea. <laughs> I wanted to know the Maybe tea. he had no yeah, personal maybe life. Was, maybe he was like the phantom. Yeah, he could have been a loser. He was like, he didn't. <laughs> could have been a loser. Like the phantom. Yeah, well, the phantom is a loser, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to say Which, it many times. by the way, he's called the ghost, the opera ghost. That's mm-hmm. it's not ever called the Phantom. He's not even the Phantom. No. That is interesting. Because that's the title. That's the original title. Yeah. Although maybe Phantom... Like, in French means ghost, not phantom. Yeah, it could just be, like, a they they picked that translation yeah. of it. I want to see a, a more recent translation. I want somebody, you know, like, there's, like, multiple translations of other things. Like, yeah. Beowulf's got, like, well, a I was going to say Beowulf. <laughs> yeah, has so yeah. many translations. I want to see a different translation of Le Phantom de l'Opre. Yeah. Which I think I think what I'm trying to go for with my accent is just can I sound as snooty as humanly possible? That's what I'm trying <laughs> to do. That's how you do it. Yeah. I uh, feel that's like how you do it. What? Oh, I was gonna say Wikipedia also has nothing else other than what you said. Oh my goodness. Okay. Like, he's a mystery, Gaston LaRoe. Maybe he's not real. <gasps> Maybe he lived underground and <laughs> just built his own Maybe fortress. Maybe this is a memoir. Maybe this is a personal autobiography. Wow. And Gaston LaRue is just a made-up name. I feel it, like it's very possible. Eric is his ghost Sona. I like that. Ah. his ghost Sona. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, I have to go say bye, Haley. Haley, goodbye! Okay. Oh, she's I don't not going to say. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, God. <laughs> I wonder what that was. Now I'm like, I want in on the joke. I'm also like, I'm almost out of wine. Already? Disappointing. Yeah, already. You know, I was going to bring beer and cranberry juice, um, but then I is. Do lost you mix those time. together? I forget. Is that I do? Yep. Why? 
because I am blasphemous to <laughs> beer lovers and, and wine lovers and alike. cranberry juice lovers. I mean, it's less disgusting than you would think, but not good. <laughs> so <laughs> why do you drink it then? Because there's no other alcohol in the house, and there's cranberry juice. Could you and go so get figure, your own alcohol? I could, but why leave the house when you don't have to? Why leave the house when you have beer and cranberry juice? You can mix together and pretend it's wine. A really horrible, horrible version of wine. Yeah. The French are disappointed <laughs> in you. God, so are That's the Italians. Okay. The Italians are crossing themselves. They are horrified. I mean, I am descended from the French, mm-hmm. and I am Cajun French, which is already like the, you know, bastardized hillbilly mm-hmm. bastardized French. So they'd probably Ugh. not approve of me anyway. No. Um, so Spoons, that's fine. We have to diverge from the topic at hand because you need to know what uh, Carissa just. What? What? Okay. She so say? my drink of choice right now, I don't have it with me, but I was going to have it. Is beer mixed with cranberry juice, in like cocktail form? It's Doesn't um. That sound I disgusting. It's, Your face is not repulsed. It's not and confused. <laughs> I think I would try it. There you go. Well, I would try you. it too. I'll try anything. But once. like not because I think it's going to be good because I need to understand just how bad it is. I mean, it sounds like it could be a Christmas ale or something to me. What kind of beer are you mixing the cranberry juice with? Yeah, what that's yeah. important, I guess. I don't know. I think it's technically deal? a lager. What's the difference? I think okay. it's about half and half. That's what I usually do. This doesn't sound good at all. I eyeball this it. Is fa- this is fascinating. And I eyeball it. She's like, also, I spit it out. And I pour it down yeah. the drain, too. And then I fish it out. And then I yeah. drink it. Yeah. That's oh, I might make it taste but, better. Um, yeah. Oh, disgusting. The Italian in me is, is it, I think variety. that's what it is. I feel like my soul is trying to, like, fight its way out of my body at this news. I'm I'm thinking. Which, I'm just trying to steal I your think, soul. I'm gonna send you some wine. Marissa, okay. So. <laughs> oh, there's a war over my souls. I feel so special. Oh, souls Aww. plural. Ooh, I just meant to say soul, but that's actually that's Ooh. like a sneak uh, tidbit uh, hint about uh, Carissa's short story. Yes, it is. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sure. Okay. Not as scared as I was when Carissa said, "I wish I had brought my beer and cranberry juice up here to drink." <laughs> Thing. I drink Dr. Pepper, and every once in a while, I just need something different. Yeah, so drink wine, and or even I don't want to I, the, drink a drink a beer yeah. without the cranberry juice. Ew. Have a cocktail. No. Ash, I think you are highly overestimating my energy and motivation to make drinks. God, um, it's I, minimal. Oh my god, <laughs> me too. And I, sometimes I truly feel like I have like. Um, college age boy <laughs> living inside of me i'm just fine with anything i'll do i'll drink anything i'll consume anything truly and i'm like yeah that's fine yep probably i don't know you know whatever. i'm that way with food but like with alcoholic beverages i think i'm like ooh, if i'm gonna treat myself i want to enjoy it like i'm not gonna drink something i don't like if it's alcohol that's totally fair i just can't relate <laughs> well i'm horrified i'm too lazy i'm like this is fine yeah, this is, yeah. well i'm this is deeply horrifying i feel like i need to send both of you some wine because this is not this is not okay i mean i'll accept I feel like that's i'm, I'm not gonna say love, no you know? if it's here yeah, yeah but I, I, it. carissa didn't you once send me a snapchat and you had attached a bunch of stra- bendy straws together to drink wine directly out of the bottle with a straw Yes, and um, in college, I was alone for a day, and I had been given a bottle of wine for my birthday, but I did not have a wine opener, or whatever that thing is called, so I had to drill through the top with a screwdriver (laughs) 
<laughs> I just sat there for like an hour screwing through it, and then I thought it would just pour out, but it doesn't because there's a weird suction thing. Uh-huh. So I had to make the hole wide enough to stick a straw in, and then I had to siphon it out by like like you would do gas. So I had to like suck on the straw and then dump it into oh, the mug. That is so. My funny. God, that's the most effort I've ever put into alcohol. That's um. so much more effort than just <laughs> making yourself a cocktail. It is, but it was also fun, and really, my sense of achievement at the end was better than the high of the alcohol. Oh, I'm sure you worked so hard for it. You know what's in a martini, you guys? Alcohol. Gin, vermouth, maybe an ice cube. Maybe maybe olive juice if you want it. It's... I'm gonna be real with you. I don't even know what vermouth is. Like... I think it's a t- I think it's more like a wine. There's sweet vermouth and dry vermouth, and I like to use dry vermouth in an olive martini, and sweet vermouth in like a martini with a twist, like the lemon. I like mm, to drink okay. whatever happens to be around when the mood strikes. Yes, <laughs> so, obviously, your weird beer. This makes me sound like an alcoholic. I am not. I, it's literally <laughs> been months. No, I since think I've even anything. an alcoholic would turn up their nose at your beer and cranberry combination. <laughs> Would they? Or would it only be because beer is so low in alcohol concentration? Yeah, they'd be like... Like, I, I don't even drink that for breakfast. For breakfast? <laughs> Too little. I just... I don't know. Oh, How do alcoholics God. get through the day? Do they drink in the morning or do they wait until the probably the depends I don't on know. the alcoholic. <laughs> this is probably true. Alcoholics chime in. No shame. No shame. We're truly here Except with real although, curiosity. Yes. We're here for you. Would you drink yeah. beer and cranberry juice? You're going to get a resounding no, I feel like. I feel pretty confident you're going to get a resounding no. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I am confident. I'm, I'm with you, Carissa. Thank you. I would drink you know, it. Like, Thank you. When you see like a little like like a puppy or a kitten in the street that's like all like bedraggled and wet and you're like, God, I wish someone had taken care of you. I just want to take you home and give you like some milk and some food. I'm having that yes. exact visceral emotional reaction to you in this moment. I'm I'm a I'm a diseased puppy on the side of the road. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> how I'm feeling about you right now. I'm like, I just need to take her home okay. and give her some medicine and introduce her to something that's <laughs> not beer and cranberry juice that's really easy to make. Well, I wouldn't say no to that. I know, but it's okay. You're just gonna wake up here one day. I'm gonna kidnap. I'd ask you to come see me, oh. but I know you won't because you're a homebody. So one day okay. you're just gonna wake up here. Oh, I'll pull up fans from the lights and kidnap me. Yeah. I want to go visit you, Carissa. You I should. I want to go to in the Wild West capital-ish place. Yeah. So it's very. It's like my Alley. favorite state. That's not New Mexico. Yeah. Where this it's her third favorite state. It's her third favorite. It's my first favorite state, but I'm biased. So you are. Wait, I want to come. All right, you can come. Well, yeah, you're coming yeah, because too. what else? What you, who's going to make you guys drink things that are not disgusting if I don't go with you? No one. You're just going to sit there drinking. Yeah, beer we'll just, juice. We'll just sit there writing horrific, horrific oh, deaths for our characters gosh. while drinking yes. beer that has cranberry juice. That is I'm not going to so lie. I've spent a lot of nights like that. That is so um, disgusting. Like, sounds pretty good to me. I yes. sometimes. Think, All right, you guys. Sorry, I have one more here for a writing retreat. Then, then we'll get on. But yes, we should all go for a writing retreat out there. That'd be wonderful. That'd and be I can awesome. also yeah. play pseudo. I feel like there's part of me that was just meant to be like a rich like housewife in like the 60s. And I'm just like, want a cocktail, <laughs> darling? Oh, and I just like make cocktails a lot and I look hot all the time. I don't have to do anything. I feel like there's a big part of me. And you have like that, some That's secret, the life you're meant to you have. Know? I kind of feel like it <laughs> yeah. is sometimes. I mean, usually I'm like medieval adventurer, but sometimes I'm like, mm, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> It's good to have like a different plan for every era. Yeah, I, think I think so too. You know, but it's like yeah. that. The Who thing would you, you be say in every lot, decade? The inside of you are two wolves. 
<laughs> yeah. Yes, inside of you are two yeah, wolves. This is one of them. Medieval adventurer and 60s housewife with a <laughs> yeah. secret. Ooh, the secret is even better, but it has to be also rich because I need to be wearing a lot of jewelry oh, and yes. making expensive cocktails. Yeah. And that's okay. what I contribute <laughs> to the world. I love it. I love I it. I love that. Okay, so that is all I know about Gaston Leroux. Wait, when did he die? Lots of other things. Oh, you guys care about that? I I just had it. He died, I'll tell you. He died in, in Nice, France, 1927. Nice. When I dropped the ball, he's not I as nice. old as I thought he was. <laughs> no. Oh, that was the thing. He was 58. And if you have not pulled up a picture of this man, listeners, Spoons and Lewis, pull up a picture of this man right now. You have um, never seen. Is he seen... super ugly without a nose? <laughs> no, I like him. No, he he's actually he's adorable. But here's the type of adorable oh, he is. He, is he looks, honest to God, like somebody went into one of those like Victorian photo booths and took a picture. He does not look like a Aww. real like guy out of history. Like you know, some people like look kind Doesn't. of aged. He looks like he's a, like a college kid in costume. Like he looks like a college theater yeah. student in costume. He, he, <laughs> he stayed young. Does. Yeah. His face, he looks like he knows what an eye is. That's exactly. Is, you know? He has that kind <laughs> that of face. That is exactly correct. He seems like a really sweet guy. He seems like the yeah. poor kind of guy who actually does get friend zoned for all the wrong reasons and actually is mm-hmm. the nice guy who doesn't get the girl, but he's too nice to complain about it. Like, that's actually yeah, he's like he chill about like. it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. He doesn't kidnap anyone or yeah. complain. He just like he says, "Okay, fine," and goes on with his life. Yeah, exactly. That's what this man looks like. I just, I, everyone needs to go look at a picture of Gaston Leroux, a king, wow. a champion, an iPhone user, most likely, <laughs> <laughs> an iPhone user. <laughs> Maybe he was a time traveler. I'm just it's saying. Possible. Maybe he was. He foresaw like it, it would be turned into a musical and said, "I have to get this done now." Because I know what will become of it later. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I do the same thing. Oh, guess what, you guys? Phantom is closing on Broadway. It's like the longest running show on Broadway, but it's finally that. closing. Oh, what? After like 35 what? years. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, that is crazy? crazy? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't know enough about Broadway to know how significant that is. How long does the average show last? Like a year? Oh, I mean, a couple years at most, okay. usually. So. Wow. Yeah. Also, That's shout a huge out to deal. our other Catherine, who, not our pot astrologist and not Lewis, but our other Catherine. <laughs> Um, you have three Catherines? Yes, I have three Catherines. I'm a, I'm a hoe for Catherines, all right? Um, but she sent me, let me see if I can find it. Uh, she sent me pictures. She's, like, super into it. I might be going to New York before the end of the year, and I really want to go see it if, <laughs> if I go. That is crazy. Not that I'm even, like, the biggest fan of it. I like it, but I'm not, like, a number one fan mm-hmm. or anything. But I'm like, I have to go for it closes, yeah. you know? There's a podcast we were talking about, which um, you guys, if you guys watch Psych, did you know that there's a Psych Rewatch podcast with uh, uh, Maggie and uh, Tim? Oh my gosh. Oh that's my amazing. God. It's amazing. I had no idea. She told me about it and I've immediately been listening that's to it. That's the cutest thing I've ever I heard it's of. Precious. Yep. I love that for the world. I know. Just for uh, the greater world. Psych is it a really gift. is. If you guys have not watched Psych, please, please go do. I can't find it, but I'm pretty sure. Because she keeps tagging us in it. This is near and dear to her heart. I will say that. I do feel, like, pretty confident in saying that. It's near and dear to her heart. So, sorry I made you guys wait for three minutes for that. But Yeah, I'm oh, really on a time good. crunch here. I think we've already kind of, like, cemented the fact that we're pulling a persuasion this time. Like, it is 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, summary. It's true. And I forgot to give skip notes. Sorry, guys. Whatever. This is well, guest episodes are always longer, anyways, because we have like a whole extra mm-hmm. third of conversation that we need to have. So, if anyone is mm-hmm. shocked, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you, Lewis. Exactly. So, anyways, <laughs> on to the summary, which is not my job. Thank goodness. Uh, spoons, <laughs> take it away. 
Hey club members, Ash here. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my friend Leah. We used to teach youth theater together and she has the most beautiful voice that you've ever heard. And she is such an inspiration to the kids, to me, she still is. And I've never seen anyone love their family so hard. Recently, Leah's husband was diagnosed with liver cancer and he's already undergone surgery and is now going through chemo, which as you guys can imagine is extremely stressful and also expensive. The good news is that GoFundMe exists and also that we have a book club full of this amazing group of readers, easily the best group of people that I've ever met in my entire life. We've told you guys before how grateful we are to you guys. You guys are what make this whole thing we've been doing for over a year now so special. And I just wanted to ask if you guys have any extra money you could spare right now, if you could skip coffee or tea. I know a lot of us are tea drinkers. Just once this week to send some money their way, that would be amazing. I know that cancer is something that has touched all of our lives in one way or another and is really intimately messing with Leah and Jacob's life and family right now. Um, So if you guys could keep them in your thoughts, your prayers, if you can't send money, I completely understand. But if you guys can, whatever you can give, I would be so grateful. I know they would be so grateful. Leah and her family have set a goal of raising $20,000 and they're already almost halfway there. Uh, So if you guys find any room in your heart or in your wallet this week to give to them, that would just be amazing. I would love to get them to that $20,000, which as you can imagine is probably more like a drop in the bucket with this kind of thing, but still a drop that would mean the world to them and to me. So thank you guys for not skipping through this. Thank you for listening to my long diatribe. Uh, The link is in the show notes below if you want to give for medical and expenses for Jacob Schumacher at GoFundMe.com. And uh, now let's get back to the show. (laughs) Yay. Okay, I'm going to do it. But also, y'all feel free to jump in at any given time. Uh, Okay. So, (laughs) uh, we're at the opera in Paris. And uh, there is kind of this rumor that there is an opera Mm -hmm. ghost. And the opera ghost, um, people just keep being like, oh, I saw him. Like, all the little ballerina girls are like, have all their stories about how they've seen the opera ghost. But, you know, have they really or are they just trying to have some clout? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So everyone's kind of like, you know, talking about the opera ghost. Also, the opera is coming under new management. The thing about the opera ghost is he has to have box five for himself. So, like, they never sell box five because it's for the ghost. And, you know, I love a good theater ghost. I think that's such a fun I like that he's dedicated to his art, you know? (laughs) He, yes. He does it really well. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another thing I love about this book generally and also the opera ghost is that they sometimes will call him OG and he will sign things OG it absolutely cracked me up I could not believe it totally something Gaston would do I mean come on it's totally in character (laughs) for that iPhone user absolutely he knew what OG was (laughs) so true oh god so yeah so he's the OG um the OG uh you know, he's a little bit of a scary guy. But, okay, so our um, main character is named Christine Daae. Yes, which beautiful. is an incredible mm-hmm. name. 100%. It's a great uh, name. And she is a queen. She's an icon. She's a mm-hmm. legend. She's the best at singing she ever. Is. She's a baby. Um, so is the, the love interest, which I had no tiny. idea. I had no idea how young these characters were. Yeah. yeah so how old is everyone supposed Ra- to be? I didn't. Well, Raul 20. is like twenty years yeah, old. Yeah, I knew him, but like, <laughs> so, is Christine his age? I think Christine. I think, she's I think a Christine younger. is around that. Yeah, or a, a little, little younger. bit younger. That is crazy. And then uh, I always envision the Phantom is like forty. The OG so, is like forty I think or he more. Is. He is yeah. old. I mean, I oh wouldn't say like someone. Yeah, he's he's old. old to be dating like an eighteen-year-old. 
Yes. Not that they do uh, date, but yeah, he gross. wants to. He wants to date. Yeah. He yeah. thinks they are. Yeah. Um, oh, you, you know yeah, what's super so- creepy, though? <laughs> This bothers me. What? It happens a lot in particularly French literature is the like the creepy guys that want to get with the younger girl always call them child. Ugh. And know, they're know. like, come here, child. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> this is so like weird. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of this gave me hunchback. Yes. <laughs> it's a very it's it must be the French. It I is just, the French. <laughs> what is French. going on over there, France? Like, <laughs> I know. Seriously, what is happening? <laughs> Why? <laughs> she does not want to date. Yeah. She does not want to date. Leave her you. alone. Um, yeah. Leave the girl alone. So Raul is this guy who Christine knew when she was a kid, and they used to hang out together as kids all the time. And Raul is a Viscount, which is actually a very pretty high mm-hmm. up title, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like kind of a rich little guy. And uh, Raul has been, he shows back up at the opera, and they haven't seen each other in a while, but he's like deeply in love. Yeah, with he's Christine also a whiny little baby, I'm just saying. I know. Yes, he is. Well, are these her only two options? <laughs> Creepy 40-year-old and whiny? Well, there's this point when Raul is like, uh, like she made me run away, and if you just let me at him, I would have hit him. I'm like, Raul, you just finished crying. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you going to do, bro? Oh, that's what? all Raul says. The whole book. He does. He does very much cry the whole book. Honestly, I love it for him. I am going to say it. I like Raul. I think it's funny how unabashedly he is. is. That's also very French. He's like, I'm just going to be emotive all the time. That's like, that's Italian (laughs) too. That's also very Italian. (laughs) He's like, I am so upset about everything. He's like, I have feelings so much. And then he bursts into tears. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, fair enough. A lot's going on, but you know. Uh, he's not very dashing. No, no. But, um, I do like Raul so in the movie. Raul. So much better. <laughs> so Raul, um, he like it's like Christine, OMG, hey bestie, remember me? And she's kind of giving him like a cold shoulder, like not mm-hmm. being super sweet yeah. about it or anything. And he's like, oh okay, what the? Actually, hell? he's like, oh my god, why um, does she hate me? And then he cries yeah. about it, yeah. like a lot. Yeah, he does cry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, then he ends up, but I. This is the one thing I don't like about Raul. Raul, he's he's a little entitled to her love. Yeah. I think he feels Both of he these is, men and are. it bothers me. Yep. Yeah. So are he's Italian like, men. Uh, what the so are hell? Italian men, if you're not like that, but every <laughs> Italian man I've met is is like that. <laughs> like, why are you not in yeah. love with me? <laughs> I'm great. Have you met uh, me? Yeah. But, like, that's not really, like, where Raul's coming from. I think he's literally just, like, I know you previously, yeah. mm-hmm. so we're in love. They do have right? an actual connection, <laughs> yeah. so he's not, they like, do. acting out of nothing. Uh, no. So. No, like, he has more reason to feel this way yeah. than, than like, OG, Phantom, but yeah. it's still, like, okay, shut up. <laughs> than OG. So, anyway, Raul's hanging around, and he's crying, <laughs> and um, Christine is talking to somebody in her dressing room, and he's like, what the mm-hmm. heck? And she's, like, singing, and somebody else is singing back there, and he's like, what's going on? Raul ends up finding out that there's somebody named Eric who Christine is Christine like. Christine also to goes a missing lot. for two weeks. I know there's so much yeah. that happens, but it's all mixed <laughs> up timeline so wise. Yes, it's confusing. Just hit the big important so, things, and it's fine. I, it's not yeah. going to be like this is, this is. This was very much in serial form and kind of disjointed. Like I always thought in the movie, like I'm just missing some details and some things and some timelines because I don't really understand operas. No, it's because that's how the story <laughs> is written. Um, so yeah. yeah, the story is, it is. weird. It's hard to um, so 
there's all this drama also with like new management and they're kind of like not wanting to give in to all the ghosts demands and all of this and everyone's like no you should because we like always listen to the ghosts and everyone's like what the hell like it's a ghost um so then raul spends a lot of time being sad about christine and like being like why don't you love me and she's like okay literally shut up i am in love with you but i have to keep it on the dl and he's like oh my god babe and she's like shut up uh so he's like kind of hanging around her like a little puppy dog yes and raul is supposed to be leaving to go on like some kind of oh my god like, yeah. he's gonna join like, the navy mission. some antarctic adventure yeah, or like, some arctic soon. adventure yeah. yeah and so he's kind of like well like can you hurry up and decide <laughs> if you're in love with me yeah and she's like listen how many times do i have to tell you to shut your damn mouth <laughs> uh i'm figuring it yeah. out and so they're kind of like that then they kind of start hanging out more and she you know admits she is in love with mm-hmm. him but Okay, here's the deal, babe. Uh, I've been visited by the Angel of Music. And he's like, oh, my God, the Angel of Music, the little legend we used to talk about as kids mm-hmm. all the time that your father told you about, how everybody who is gifted in music gets visited by the Angel of Music at some yeah. point in their life. And she's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And so I that was guy. gifted. <laughs> I was visited by the Angel of Music, and he keeps visiting me, and his name is Eric, and he's the ghost. And he's like, okay, awesome, great. Mm-hmm. Um, what? And so... <laughs> Burst into tears. And Christine... <laughs> yeah, he's like, I will cry about this. Do you love him? He, he asks her at one point, like, do you, don't you hate him? And she's like, no, I just pity him. And he's like, why don't you hate him? If you loved me, you would hate him. Yeah, yes. I know. Um, honestly, though, I, I am also, like... He does suck, Christina. Yeah, he He's does. Not yeah. nice. Um, so the so the OG slash Eric, he like basically kidnaps Christina. No, he does. He's and straight, and he like in the middle of a performance. Her also, yeah. Yes, he does. Um, but like even before that, he yes. had kidnapped yeah. her. So it was like oh, this that's whole right. Thing. Yes, there are two times. There's multiple so, kidnappings by the OG of Christina. There's a lot going on. Yeah. So Christina's like, basically, I'm not tell i'm pretending like we're not a thing really because if he knew about that he would probably kill yeah. you and maybe me and yeah. everybody and he and i was like well that sounds yeah. bad and she's like i know <laughs> see why did he not listen to me in the first place but then they're like okay let's just pretend like we're engaged it's so many layers she's like he can never know i love you but also if i tell him i'm just making you think i love you maybe he'll let it slide <laughs> yeah and if yeah. i pretend like it's not real so she's like pretending to love the phantom by pretending to love Ralph. Who she actually loves yeah <laughs> so weird yeah it's like a lot of layers yeah. going on and raul is like dumb enough that he is kind of like okay so like what are we doing again like are we in love he really or does not and get he, it he's never with no. the program he does not get it yeah no <laughs> he's a one-track mm-hmm. mind he's like wait we're, um, we're really engaged right and she like doesn't speak to him I for know. two days and he's like i'll never <laughs> say it again <laughs> and then she's like wearing the phantom's <laughs> ring and stuff and he's like Okay, now I'm just thinking about this, and um, are you engaged to the family or what? Like, what's going Our on? Our boy is, he's and not, he's like, like, super smart. Like, he's not, no. so no. he doesn't have a lot going for him, except for, like, he's not, he's not mean. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Like not being a phantom. Yeah. That's the thing he has got. a lot of devotion in him. Yeah. You know. He, he's rich. He's devoted. He's, he's rich. Nice. He's handsome. He's rich. He has a title. He's got a title. Mm-hmm. He's not um, an absolute dick of a person. He's not like the best. No. But I mean, compared to OG. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could do he's worse. Handsome. Than he's handsome. He's got that. <laughs> yeah. Especially in like 1910 um, or whenever this came out. You could probably do yeah. worse than Raul. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's, 
you know, respects her to some extent. So anyway, that's all going on. Raul's like been like freaking out though, because he's like, "Well, now I now I know what's going on, and I hate Eric, and I'm gonna kill him." And everyone's like, "Okay, you literally cannot do anything yeah. useless." And he's like, "I'm I'm gonna kill him." And so he's in like lying in his bed one time, and he's like hmm, thinking about how I'm gonna kill Eric. And then he like looks up, and there's like these yellow eyes staring at him from like across the room, and he's like. Ah! And he grabs his little gun and tries to shoot the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's like, did he? Who knows? Because then everyone comes in and his brother, the Count, is like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, okay, here's the deal. I'm shooting the opera ghost and I have to shoot him or else he'll marry Christine. And everyone's like, so he's gone insane. Great. Jot that down. Uh and so he's freaking out. And then everybody finds out that Raul and Christine are fake engaged, yes. but maybe mm-hmm. really engaged because it gets like yeah. in the paper. And so Christine's like, well, that's bad because now the fandom is going to be mad yeah. at us. Yeah. So then during a performance, uh, Christine, who has been getting all the lead roles because the Eric has been like giving her voice lessons, yeah, and also basically. been threatening and and sabotaging <laughs> the other yeah. um, yeah. actors. Which is yeah. very funny, actually. So, <laughs> kind yeah. of is. He's like, no, my girlfriend is going to be the lead, <laughs> whether she knows she's my girlfriend yeah. or not. She doesn't actually have to consent. I'm just going to make it happen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So um, she. Christine just disappears in the middle of the play or the opera and everyone's like oh no what's going on and everyone's like "Ooh, the production values are really good this year <laughs> and then somebody has to come out on the stage and be like that was um so that was extremely real that was a and kidnapping know where, Christine where is, she is so, um... um yeah this was a kidnapping okay good night yep. and so everyone's like oh my god so Raul's freaking out looking for the mm-hmm. phantom there's this whole thing where the phantom wanted like 40,000 francs or something I don't know that part was so annoying yeah, to me. that was, was like, so obviously a serial form like um, that was like a throwaway part of the book <laughs> for sure they were like they were like two whole chapters about it. Mm-hmm. And then also I was listening to the audiobook on YouTube um, because it's public domain, baby. And uh, they accidentally repeated those two chapters like four no. times. And so I was listening and then I was like, I've heard this Sounds before. Familiar. And it was so confusing. And then I had to like skip ahead oh like an gosh. hour to finally get to the next. Ugh. So that further exasper- exacerbated what? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. my um, frustration. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so who cares about the money stuff? But so then Raul is looking for Christine. Oh, I also have to say this. <laughs> the version I listened to, everybody was like voiced by a different person. Ooh. Like it was so it was like a narrator, but then everybody was like uh-huh. had a, a voice, like a character mm-hmm. voice. And it was I love it when they do that. But um, the, whoever was voicing Raul, I just have to say, completely made the book for me. <laughs> he was so annoying and whiny, but like in kind of a way where you're like, oh, <laughs> little honey bear. Like, what are you doing? Oh my God. It was hilarious. Oh my gosh, um, I mean, that so is funny. that is the character that's his whole appeal i guess that appeals to you he totally like the actor totally got it (laughs) he's like i 100 percent understand the purpose of this role let me add it (laughs) oh my god yeah he was like where is my oscar for um, (laughs) For this this audiobook reading (laughs) this public domain Uh, audiobook reading and whoever was yeah whoever was reading eric also was so funny because he was like really leading into like i'm an evil guy who lives in an (laughs) opera house i love is there any other Um, way to play the phantom of the opera (laughs) no you have to do it you're like ha ha 
ah, I am going to kill you, Christy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and my name is Eric. Yeah. And I live in Paris. In <laughs> Paris. Um, Why do you sound Because it's her evil guy voice. He she always did. does it for her evil guy voice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, Eric is also uh, secretly Dracula. Dracula yeah. Dracula is also here. Hang on. And he is friends what? with the Phantom. What a mashup that would be. I need that movie. You know how there's that awful, what is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I need, like, the League of Extraordinary Villains, and I need the Phantom, and I need Dracula. I want oh, that God. so bad. Hollywood. Be great. Oh, Hollywood, attention, listen up. We're requesting this, and I think a lot of people would enjoy it. So, We've already given you, like, half the plot, I feel like, so... <laughs> Well, this the book. This book actually reminded me a little bit of the Francis Ford Coppola movie Dracula, mm-hmm. which is kind of different from the yes. book because it made like Mina be in love with Dracula mm-hmm. and all yeah. of that. Where it's like a weird thing where he's like the worst guy you've ever seen, but something about him is tra- <laughs> yeah. charismatic. Like I guess mesmerizing. Where he's like, hmm, yeah. okay, maybe I like him better than my boring boyfriend. Mm. That's kind of like the yeah. vibe. Um. Anyway, whatever. Our king, known as the Persian. Yeah, which, That's by the way, name. it's unfair as a name because it's really similar to Parisian. Oh, so you're right. I was reading it wrong for a while. You're like, I was the like, Parisian, they're all this? Parisians. I know. Yeah, like, Why is this a distinguishing quality? Oh, but it is Persian, Persian which is later yes. explained. So. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. Persian. That's so he's this cool guy who, <laughs> yeah, he hangs out. Not like he has a name. Yeah, I'm like, okay, what's, what's his, his actual name, name, though? No name. He's, like, a really <laughs> important character. Guess Don LaRue was like, no. Persians don't have names. Don't need like, one. Nah, it's fine. fine. Even <laughs> named, Persia. He even named the people from the Persians' backstory. Yes. But yeah, not the Persian. Not the Persian. He was like, no, no, I no. I think this whatever. was a bit of a literary device. I feel like they occasionally used Just in classics serious. where they would be like the and then like title of a person. Like the yeah. count, the uh-huh. Persian, the seamstress, yeah. the whatever. And that they only refer to them like that. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I'm going to hope for a that. Little, it was a little... He was like my favorite character though, so I was a little frustrated. It's the only normal one. He's like, hi, I have a reasonable will to live. (laughs) (laughs) A reasonable will to live. You can't say anything about that, Mrs. Beer and Cranberry Drinker. I don't feel like that's that's indicative of a will to live. (laughs) What is life worth it if that's what you're drinking? Yes. (laughs) Okay, the Italian's popping out. She's I could introduce you so, to a nice Pinot Grigio or a Pinot Noir, perhaps, oh if you're God. feeling for a red. Just you <laughs> yes. let me know what you want. Yeah, yeah. Do not give me a red. Uh, but no rosé. So, that is uh, that is a French swill, is what the Italians would call it. I actually, I like it. Yeah, I actually see. really I was like. French say, wine. I like rosé. <laughs> I love rosé. I I mean, rosé, it's fine. I don't really have a strong opinion about it. But a lot of French wine I really, really like, which is very anti-Italian. Like, it's almost like an attack on the enti- entire country of me that <laughs> that I like French wine. It's, you don't say cool. that in Italy. Yeah, just, you know, assert your loyalties yeah. now, you know. I have you, none. Like, <laughs> She's a rebel. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. She's like, so, hi, French. bye, I'm Italy. <laughs> They're, um, the Persian is, I almost called him the Parisian. The Persian is like, hey, bud, uh, I can't help but notice you're freaking the F out. Um, I don't think that's really how it happens, but it's what I like to imagine. He does just kind of appear, like, hey, Yeah, he kind of just shows up. So Raul and the Persian end up, like, teaming up, and Raul's like, oh, my girlfriend's got kidnapped. 
And my um, girlfriend. <laughs> uh, my She's girlfriend. my girlfriend. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> my girlfriend comes. So um, <laughs> that's my wife. So the little John Mulaney for everyone <laughs> didn't kill yeah, my wife. <laughs> no, she's like, oh wait. Like Eric I would if she refuses to become my wife. <laughs> I probably won't kill my wife. Maybe <laughs> it's not the plan currently. Oh, but. God. <laughs> Ideally, no. Yep. In an ideal world. (laughs) So the Persian is like, okay, well, don't worry, fam. I got you. I know my way around these weird cellars underneath the opera Mm -hmm. house. It's apparently like a complete maze down there. It's like a whole other city. It's amazing. It's like a city. It is crazy. So Raul's like, okay, great, because I've been here one time and I do not know what I'm doing. (laughs) So the Persian and Raul, like, go through the secret mirror Mm -hmm. entrance and then they're, like, walking around down there and they, like, find, like, three dead bodies and they're like, okay, awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, You know what I found so funny is that the Persian tells him to, like, pretend like he's holding a gun, like, put his... Uh And and then later on, he's like, I only said that because I didn't have time to explain to you the real reason that you need to be doing this. (laughs) You've got hands. So the level of your eyes or whatever the line is like the, their level. hands up mm-hmm. but they're not holding guns they just have their hands up like this and Raul is like what is this is the stupidest thing ever why can't I hold the gun and the Persian is like he I don't have time to explain to him that it's because this guy strangles people yeah. <laughs> like, you could just tell him he yeah. strangles people <laughs> he's like this boy's too simple yeah. I just have to give him a very task simple like- directions no explanations just very simple tasks <laughs> only what he can manage and he does them <laughs> He's like, this yeah, makes no like, sense, oh, but okay. okay awesome. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> so they're walking around. Yeah, because the, the good point, the Phantom loves to strangle people. <laughs> the Phantom <laughs> loves to strangle people. It's his hobby. It's thing. There's a part where he literally says, like, there's a line that's like, if the Phantom was the king of strangling, which he was, <laughs> then he was the prince of trapdoors. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? What kind of a resume is this? It's, <laughs> it's a villain resume. <laughs> you think you're good? I am the king of strangling oh and the prince of trapdoors. Yeah, you can't even afford <laughs> my <crazy>. villainy. <laughs> No, my God! I wish I could say the same. You know, like maybe I know. I want to be like the queen of something, or at least the princess of something. Yeah, 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 something awesome. Yeah, so that's crazy. So they're trying not to get murdered while they're walking around. And then there's like this weird part where people have been saying like, oh, the ghost has a head of fire. And then they're like, oh, I guess it's just the rat catcher guy. He like sets his head on fire. Like, I don't know what was going on. I'm going to be real with you. I was like, what is happening here? Like, I I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know either. I thought it was a mask. I don't remember that. Yeah, because they were like, ah! And they were like running or sprinting away from this guy. And then you show they're like, oh, it's just Kevin. The, the rats are like all around them and they're like freaking yeah. out. And they're like, oh, hey, hey. And he's like, hello. Although, lovely day in the cellars of Paris. <laughs> you know, what is also really funny is that really early on in the book, um, when he's kind of saying, like, you know, these are all the sightings of the Phantom, uh-huh. they, like, have this one description that he's, like, death, and then mm-hmm. someone else sees the fiery head, mm-hmm. and there's a line, I wrote it down, um, it said, the young ladies soon persuaded themselves that the ghost had several heads, which he changed about as he pleased. <laughs> like, yep. So he's just, like, oh, yes. swapping out heads, like yeah. the Headless Horseman, yes. and they just buy I that. that. I liked it. 
They were like, uh, well, in order to make all of our stories correct, yeah. maybe he can just this shape This is what I love yeah. about urban <laughs> legends. I'm like, we can make it all fit. We can definitely make it all fit. Everybody bring your, yeah. everyone bring your sightings in. Yeah. Everyone yeah, welcome. Like, what do you guys see? What yeah. do you think? What would be cool? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We'll make it work. I like it. Um, yeah. So that whole fiasco. And then finally, finally, they get down to like this underground like lake situation and they're like okay this is where eric lives because persian knows because he was there one time and he almost got murdered. Yeah. um and so they're like okay we're doing it but we can't get through this way or whatever so they end up going through like a weird tunnel and then they end up dropping down into the eric's house um I'm like and in the middle of like a lake <laughs> under the opera deep yeah like five yeah. stories which down. is crazy so like, many layers yeah. how is this happening what is what going are the on logistics like can victor hugo please explain yeah. the solar system to yes. me again like one I need more to time yeah one on. more time and he's like i have been waiting my entire existence for this conversation uh, yeah. victor I'm hugo's really like been... here's all this extra information you never asked for and guest on Leroux or whatever is just like here's like a vague description of kind of what's going on you fill in the blanks yeah exactly <laughs> yes it's really I was like I think I need more information actually like for the first time in my life I am begging for more detail yeah, from about the author, Parisian please. give us more yes. par- Parisian architecture please what is going on oh my god Victor Hugo is like oh, I want to be alive so bad right now yeah <laughs> I could fix this <laughs> oh god um so yeah so they dropped out into the phantom's house and they're in and, and the person is like oh great we're in the torture chamber and his house like what and he's like yeah oh man well there was this weird time we were in india together and anyway it's too much for now but there's a torture yeah. chamber and raul's like okay awesome, awesome great and so then he's like um christine are you here and she's like, oh, hey. She's like in the next room over. And she's like, so I've been held against my will this whole uh-huh. time. And Raul's like, I just got to cry about it. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> so they're like all freaking out. And then she's like, so he is going to come back and um, all this. Also, I did try to kill myself uh-huh. and everything's And that's fine. what I tried to do. Yes, it's because I mm-hmm. tried to kill myself. Insane. Yeah. Yes. I was like, okay, we're just throwing that yeah, in Yeah, okay, like, okay, obviously great. I do not um, approve, but can we just, Christine is, like, a straight badass. Like, does she cry yeah. at all about any of this horrible stuff that's been going on? No. no Raul's over here crying and, like, why doesn't Christine like me? And she's like, I'm just, like, fighting for my life over here and still trying to somehow yeah. be a caring person, and it's not going well. And she's still, like, so badass. Yes. Yeah, Christine was kind of dealing with a lot, and she was like, you'll never know. I'm keeping it all bottled yes. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. no, she had, like, the best poker face, absolutely. <laughs> Seriously, I felt so bad for her, though, because I was like, oh my God, that's a horrible thing to just, like, be like, when one paragraph, yep, she, she tries to does do have suicidal yep. thoughts. I'm like, it oh, was my awful. God. Not only thoughts, but, like, actually. I know, this is the one time I was um, like, the, the opera ghost tied her up, and I was like, Maybe I approve of this one thing you've done in the whole book. Yeah. I'm like, we do want Christine to be safe, but you are also the cause of this. So He's yeah, also just like, like uh, maybe let her yeah, go. Yeah, I'm like so worried yeah. about her exactly. killing herself. And he's just like, I'm just tying you up until 11 o'clock when you decide whether or not to marry me. And if you say no, then you can die. Then you can die. But and I'm going to kill yes. everybody in the entire opera house. And it's going to be really packed yeah. at that point. So just deal with that. Yeah. hope you enjoy that thought in the afterlife. These are two equally so, valid possibilities for you to choose. Yeah. <laughs> he is bonkers. He's yeah, bonkers. He's like, it could really go so, either way. So you, you know, yeah. you make your decision. 
Anyway, love you, babe. <laughs> uh, I'll be back. I got some ghosting stuff to do. I'll be back. So, yeah. So, the, But he ends up coming back and he's like, oh, somebody is in my torture chamber. And she's like, oh, there's nobody in there. And Raul's like actively sobbing. And he's like, I literally can hear him. And he's like, okay, great. So then the Phantom is like, he like does this weird thing where he like turns up the heat all the yeah. way in the torture yeah. chamber. And then they're just like delirious and like fighting for their lives yeah. and they're like trying to find the trap door while they like melt yeah. to death yeah and the persian and the is per- so calm he's like i'm just gonna logically work our way out of here and raul's like ah oh, life is misery and <laughs> everything okay. sucks he's he's water. Shit. he is the most useless <laughs> character he does he's not so think. useless the thing he he literally just goes and lays in the middle of the floor while the Persian is looking for the <laughs> trap. He's like, "Oh, Christine, at least I'll die before you." I'm like, "You could try a little harder." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, maybe like can't... the Persian didn't even ask for his help though. He was like, "He's gonna." Be yeah, he knew. List. He knew what kind He's of like, man. Let me do it myself. Could you just do it myself? Yeah. You know what? Never mind. Yeah. It's fine. You just, just, you just take care out. of you. You just go ahead, cry it out, yeah. man. You do what you have to do. <laughs> I know it's like really hard to be a viscount. Um, so don't. Yeah, even I worry. know you have a lot on your plate I right now. It. So you just you, yeah. you do what you gotta do. <laughs> do your thing. And then there's a point when like they see a mirage, and the Persian is like, "That is definitely a mirage." And Raul's like, "Shut up! You don't know anything. That's clearly water." And then they go, and the Persian is like, "It may maybe," and then it's like not water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I know. Also, I was this like, this is a oh really high God. tech torture chamber. Can we just? This it is. This also <laughs> supports the idea that Gaston was a time traveler. A time traveler. The whole mirror thing felt so really true. futuristic. It, the torture chamber felt mm-hmm. very realistic. Yeah. I was like, what is this yeah. torture chamber? Like, I was expecting like the Iron yeah, Maiden exactly. or something. Yeah, exactly. No. And then it, it was felt like, like, no, it's a sci-fi <laughs> torture chamber. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, how is illusions and mirrors yeah, and yeah. like a trap door? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Gaston spent a lot of time on this damn yeah, thing. I was really like, did. okay, I yeah. get it. They're boiling to death. Like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And so the person finally finds a trap door. They drop down in there and they're like, <laughs> Bro's like, well, that was crazy. And the person's like, yes, that was crazy. <laughs> and so then they're like, oh my God, these are must be filled with wine or water. There's all these mm-hmm. barrels down there. They open them up and Raul's like, well, gunpowder? That's cr- Oh, no. <laughs> and so then they're like, oh, my God, he's going to blow up the mm-hmm. place. And then they're also like, well, I guess at this point we have no idea what time it is. It could literally be 11 o'clock yeah. right now. They get back up there and Christine's like, it is. <laughs> um, so we have to decide what to do yep. now. I do not want to marry the Phantom. Nope. Blah, blah, blah. And there's this weird thing where the Phantom, see, he's just going off the rails because he's no longer like, okay, how about you just marry me or I'll kill everyone. Now he's like, ooh, turn around this grasshopper <laughs> yeah. and that will mean that you do not want to marry me, but maybe I will still kill everyone. Or there's a scorpion. Ooh-hoo-hoo. And Christine's like, I'm confused about the rules. And he's like, oh, turn around the grasshopper if you want to die. I was also like, um, excuse me, like, Mr. OG, sir. Uh, I don't understand the rules either i don't understand i was so confused i was like what what are we doing now and i felt like raul and the persian from the other room were also like uh uh, okay wait so tell me again what he said there's a scorpion and a grasshopper okay okay. which one does he means you will marry him grasshopper means you won't but he might trick you and if you pick the scorpion that's actually what will kill everyone and christine's like so what do i do 
Yeah, I was like, why are we making this so confusing, like, Mr. OG? Why yeah. are, you've lost sight of the yeah. vision, you know? And you've gone a little off He the does rails. come back at one point, and she's like, okay, so if I pick the scorpion, like, people will live. And he's like, pick the grasshopper if you want everyone to die. And it's like, can you just confirm the question? She's like, so, yeah. so the scorpion means everyone lives, and I marry you. And he's like... I just pick Christine. Yeah. This <laughs> I is know. why I'm, I'm like, saying okay, do you want I want to see, her or not? Like, what's I want to see on? the Phantom kidnap you, Carissa, because I want to see him say some weird batshit crazy <laughs> riddle, and you're like, no, but I need you explain to me X Y Z, and he's just like, be a little clearer. Well, something riddle like, and you're like, no, that doesn't work for me. I'm gonna need you to be a little more yeah. clear on that. <laughs> see, because this, this the structure of your sentence makes it sound like you're saying this, but really, I think you mean this. Yeah. So can you just like explain it a little more? Like, he's gonna be like, no, 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 no. Wait a sec. That's not what I said. I yeah, said exactly. this, and you guys are just gonna go back and forth. <laughs> you reappear yeah, from the trap door. He's like, um, I'm gonna try this again with someone else. Yeah. Um, where is a different person yeah. that I can kidnap and love? That is hysterical. Like, okay, never mind. This, this isn't, isn't fun, fun anymore. She has too so... many questions. Her and her stupid logic. That's how you get away from a kidnapper. Yeah. You just annoy them until they let you go. <laughs> you know what? It's not yeah. a horrible idea. They definitely won't kill you. That is the best plan. I mean, they do say if you're being kidnapped, peeing on yourself is not a bad idea because people are like, ew, gross. And it's like, yep. have you not heard that? Yeah, well, because I people, have. Yeah, I have. If, if, yeah, people don't want to get peed on even if they're kidnapping you, which I'm like, I guess... I- Sure. It does make sense. I yeah. also heard a that story about this kid who got kidnapped and he sang Amazing Grace and then the kidnappers let him go. But I don't think that would work for Christine because she sings in The Phantom. It's like, oh my God. Uses that He'd as the reason like, to kidnap uh, her. You're a little pitchy, babe. Um, <laughs> we need to work on it. Don't worry. We can you work have to it stay out. Here just play my day. organ. We'll do some scales. She's like, okay, we keep going back to this one. That's not how we just say something different, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Ever heard of Cotton Eye Joe? So. <laughs> oh, God. Morel uh, was like, I love that one. <laughs> so, <they're>, uh, <laughs> so then everything gets weird again. I don't even remember how what happens, but the Persian ends up, he like wakes up. Yeah. And the phantom was flying. She picks the scorpion. Yeah, she picks the scorpion. the gunpowder. Yeah. Yes. Which felt like another, so like, this Persian... feels really futuristic. Like, did they have mechanisms yeah. where you could just turn around like a scorpion, like a metal scorpion? And it was a flood? It was all very yeah. high tech. Yeah. I think, Gaston, I have um, questions for you. Like, did you see that on YouTube yeah. somewhere on your iPhone mm. when you were living currently in, like, the year 2030 <laughs> and then you went back in time? We can probably go exactly. visit him now. I was going to say, he's just around. Yeah, Gaston, something. we're calling yeah. you out. DM us your location. We need to meet up. We need to have a chat. <laughs> we'll keep we're it a secret. <laughs> we promise. Um, yeah. Yeah, we won't tell anyone. <laughs> so, um, so he wakes up and he's like, oh, my God. That was crazy. Oh my god, where's Raul? And they're like, so Raul is kidnapped. And he's like, oh my god. And it's basically Christine and Raul and his are brother's kidnapped. Dead. And and Raul's Yeah, that's something dead. else that happens. So that's enough. Add that. Yeah. Another one. It's not even a major plot too. point. It's just like, no, also just he died. Away. And everyone's like, oh, where's Christine? No. <laughs> okay, she's been gone for a while. So she's still gone. <laughs> yeah. So, but then... um. The Phantom, or Eric, he ends up, like yeah. the same guy, you know, OG. OG, he ends up coming back and being like, 
oh my god bestie uh bestie persian you'll never guess what happened christine literally kissed me on my forehead (laughs) but on my forehead and that was crazy Um, the greatest moment of my life and it's changed me (laughs) yeah so anyway i let them go and the person's like oh okay and he's like yeah, so, but she has to come back and uh, put this ring on my finger when I die, which will be soon, because yeah. I am dying. Yeah. And the Persian's like, okay. And he's like, okay, bye. And then that, that's yeah. the end. Pretty and much. I was like, what the hell? And then, yeah. How and then in the future, the, um, the Persian, I think, is talking about how he went back and they uncovered the skeleton or whatever. And the only reason he recognized it, that it was OG, was be- or Eric or whatever, is because he had the ring on his finger. Yeah, yep. which also gave me hunchback vibes because of the very and they're like we yes. went back and his skeleton yeah, exactly. was there, yep. and so it's like okay. But then they, like I, the thing I hated was, I feel like old books do this a lot. They'll be like, it's the most abrupt ending you've mm-hmm. ever read, mm-hmm. but in the epilogue we will tell you all of these important plot points we didn't yes. get to before. And I'm like, uh, why could you not have sprinkled in this backstory throughout <laughs> yeah, the novel or something? Yeah. I don't right. know. Yep. Yeah. So at the end, we find out, like... Eric had a pretty bad know, he has a sad past, backstory yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, okay, sure, but the, does that... Doesn't no, really does that excuse... Him. I know, right? No, does that, does that give you an excuse <laughs> to turn, like, the lower five stories under the ground of an opera house into, like, a weird maze torture chamber area and to kidnap a yeah. pretty singer? No! No! And murder, yeah. like, five people? No, it's no. not. And also, he was, like, before that, kind of, like, making his fame by being really good at strangling people. Right? Which is like, <laughs> bro, what? And he's like, he was like, Christine, I want Christine to love me for me. And I'm like, well, maybe if you had a good personality, yeah. she would. Okay? Too. Like, I don't think this is all about you being exactly. ugly. Okay? People can this forgive a lot. This is very true. And he even wise. says something like, every, like, someone, like, people can get used to anything and with time. And I'm thinking, yeah, you are correct. Which is why looks aren't everything and yeah. have never been everything. Mm-hmm. But the whole theme of the book up until, like, no, just the whole theme of this book seems to be uh, don't trust ugly people. And I'm like, no, that's not that's not right at all. <laughs> right. Well, I think it sort of was that. But then it also seems to be that Gaston was going also for sort of a mm-hmm. hunchback thing where it's like, you know what? He's very he's this way because everyone is mean to him because yes. he was ugly. Right. So maybe don't be mean <laughs> to ugly people. Yeah. And I'm like, but I feel like okay, we could go a I mean, step a farther, message. you know, and be like, it's what's on the inside that actually makes you an attractive person. But maybe that was a little too advanced. Yeah, for and it, I don't know. 1910. No, we should have yeah, known by 1910. <laughs> we should have known. And in in both of these, also Hunchback in this one, it's like, okay, why does the ugly guy have to end up? being sort of evil and dying at the end why can't he have yeah why can't he be like him, i've right? learned like, why that does he have well, to i mean she kissed him on the forehead why can't he learn that it's what's on inside, like, the inside that counts and maybe i'll try and yeah. be a better person worthy of christine which is still not you know a correct i feel like reason to become a good person but it's still so right. much better than the way he was before <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I was like, no. okay. I truly feel like if you had just been more chill, people would have been cool with you hanging yeah. around. Like, he's he could have been normal. I think he has he's a lot of talent. Yeah, clearly, he's extremely yeah. talented. You know, he has a big heart, sort of. He's corrupted <laughs> yeah. it, but I think yeah. he could have the capacity to yeah. be like morally loving yeah. or whatever if he it's tried. True. Yeah. But he instead he's like, no, 
Actually, I am going to let everything that people did to me make me <laughs> Magnus evil. energy. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not good. Yeah. Don't do it. It's not great. It's not a great <laughs> take. <laughs> it's not. It's not a great take. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the Le Fantôme de l'Opera by yeah. Gaston yep. Roux, the 21st century man. I just love the the French humor. It's just every. It's just these subtle, funny, deprecating lines yeah. that are just. Really it says something great. like French. There's like some line about like French people always look like they're happy and like everything's about like the pleasures of life. But then if something like it's really good happens to them, then and you compliment them on it, they'll be like, yeah, of, of course it happened. Like what are you? They'll almost be like offended that you complimented. They're like, of course my life is spectacular. Yeah. Who are you to say it to imply that it wasn't just as spectacular now as it was five seconds ago? And it's like, I don't understand this at all. See, what were our um, favorite and least favorite parts of this book? Am I going first? Yeah, go for it, Louis. Go first. first. Okay, so you guys are probably going to disagree with me on this for my favorite part, because I actually thought the the money part was great. Um, when they're, yeah. So my favorite part is when Christine has disappeared and everyone's like, oh my gosh, we have to get the, like the owners of the opera mm-hmm. house. And they go upstairs and they're like, Christine has been kidnapped. And the guy comes out and he says, I need a safety pin. And they're like, what? He's like, I need a safety <laughs> pin right now. And so then this little boy just comes up and gives him one. He's like, great, thanks. And he slams the door in I their faces. And you don't get context until like a couple chapters mm-hmm. later. And yeah. I, I cracked up at that. I love that part. It's so funny. That was Oh my goodness. So that was your favorite part. I think that's my favorite part. I think I was just more like, okay, we have bigger (laughs) stuff to do. I don't know. But it was funny. I I do remember. I I do wonder sometimes, too, how much of reading this book is colored by the fact that you kind of know what's going to happen at the end because of the musical and the movie. Because, like, I really wasn't afraid for Christine at any real point. Not because the book was badly written, but because I know she doesn't Mm -hmm. die. Right? So maybe I was just like, okay with that because I wasn't too worried about her. And yeah, it was you're funny. like, it's okay. This is not <laughs> so. my first priority anymore. I know she's going to be fine. Yeah. I think yeah. my favorite yeah. part of this book is the same as my favorite part of the movie, which is like when Christine is on like the weird little island in the lake in his Eric's weird house. Hmm. I just think it's really interesting to like think like this man has been yeah. living this way for decades. I'm sorry, what? I just think it's so, it's like <laughs> I love to see people's houses. I'm like, what, what kind of person are you? Like the way they're inside their house <laughs> yes. really tells you something. Do you have a torture chamber or do you have a living room? Yes, I just, that tells you a lot about a person. So yeah. So I, I enjoyed that immensely. Plus the whole like dynamic between like Christine and Eric while she's, you know, like, trying to, like, see the good in him, I think, which I almost think we get more of in the movie, but I think we also lose some stuff in translation, and, like, seeing how conflicted Eric is, is just so interesting. It has, like, a lot of the same energy as I've been watching you, I was telling Carissa yesterday, mm-hmm. um, which is very oh. creepy, but it is interesting to see, like, from this guy's perspective, how he's like, everything I do is for this girl, and so he can justify these horrible things, because he thinks it's for love, but, like, seeing, like, his feelings about himself and his life in relation to, like, the person he thinks he loves. We get, like, that same type of, like, those moments with Eric and Christine on the, his, Eric's weird little house on the island on the lake underneath the opera house. Also, just what a great <laughs> setting that I can say that. Oh, it's so iconic. iconic. It's so good. It is also really funny when uh, he goes into, like, a little detail about, like, how much water was under the opera house at one mm-hmm. point, And he's like, they pumped out all this water. It was as big as the Notre Dame. And there was still enough left for a lake at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. What about you, Spoon's favorite part? I think my favorite part was, like, at the, per- like, 
Raul and the Persian when they're like first going into the like mm-hmm. underground labyrinth. I was like, oh yeah, now we're getting some yeah. plot. I yeah. was like all excited. Cool. I was like, yeah, this is fun. What Plus about the setting parts? is creepy and fun. I didn't think about. I'm gonna this be one. real. The ending was losing me. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Like I, I'm you're losing me, Gaston. Yeah. I felt like we could have nailed, we could have stuck the landing a little yeah. better there. Yeah. Um, I kind of was like, do I care anymore? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I also wish that something more dramatic had happened. Like, I don't know. I guess it might have re- messed with the, I don't even know yeah. if it would have. I guess it would have messed with the themes, but I'm like, what if he had killed them? He yeah. could have murdered them. Or what if he killed you know? Raul? Or what if he or had gotten murdered? Or what if he killed murdered. the Persian, even? Mm-hmm. Like, what if there was some kind of loss at the end? I know. Yeah. Somebody yeah. could have died. I mean, I know a lot of people already yeah. died. But, like, <laughs> yeah. who cares? Yeah, um, someone more important. Yeah. <laughs> someone more important. Or, like, something. I don't know. I tr- I just felt at the end, like, okay. And then, like, after, like, it was literally just Eric showing up and being like, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, or maybe, like, Gaston, you could have yeah. showed me, like, what happened. Or maybe he know. accidentally yeah. almost kills Christine, and then in saving Christine, he dies. Yeah. yeah. Lots like, of things. Or, like, realizes, like hey, maybe I shouldn't kidnap people to make them Yeah, love me. exactly. So you can have a moment of clarity <laughs> Yeah, there. I, yeah. I do kind of think he still thought he yeah. was right, you know? He was yeah, like, I think so. He's like, I'm doing the right thing by letting her live her life happily, but that's because I'm the hero. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Eric, yeah. you're not the hero. You're the OG. You're, the OG. you're, you're a ghost. <laughs> you are the OG, and you are the worst guy I've he's ever not met. Good. He's like, like it's just because I'm ugly. And it's dude. like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's because of it's your personality, dude. It's your personality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the whole I, rigging trap doors and kidnapping yeah. people thing. That's probably yeah, And being it. like a king of strangulation, you know? Yeah, <laughs> the king of strangulation, not just the, the prince, king. the king. Yeah. I uh, oh my god, I forgot I had a story I wanted to tell about this really quick. One of my first online interactions with somebody who was not this who I didn't know, like stranger yeah. online interactions. I'm alarmed well, you know, for you. People, it's it's not mm-hmm. alarming. <laughs> it was on fanpop.com. Okay. This was probably 2007 mm-hmm. or yeah. eight. And this, what I don't know how, but I started talking to this one person who was obsessed with Phantom of the Opera. And the only interactions we had were her telling me the entire <laughs> plot in like one paragraph summaries over the course of like oh my four gosh. weeks. And I would be like, oh, that's crazy. What happens next? <laughs> Not knowing how conversations on the internet worked at all. And she'd be like, well, then Raul. And I'd be like, oh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> And um, that's how I learned what happens at the end of the opera. Wow. That's hysterical. It's really, really weird. Like, when I think back on it, I'm like, is that something I dreamt or did that really happen? Like, no, Me that did definitely really that happen. That is hysterical. Um, wow. Also, another thing I wanted to say is um, I do not understand the Phantom Girlies. Like, there There's are so of many of them. Like, it's apparent, this is, the primary thing people like about Phantom of the Opera, it seems like, is that they're in love with the Phantom. Yeah. And I'm like, what yeah. is happening? It's, well, what is happening? He, he's like the, quote, morally gray yeah. kind of guy. And he's not he's morally not, gray, yeah. really. But they're like, to me, well, he is evil. he's I'm evil, like- <laughs> but also he's ugly. So is it his fault he's evil? And it's like, well, yeah. Yes, but then people, like, give they're him like, money for that. like, sad mm-hmm. backstory. Yeah. And I'm like, he does have a sad backstory. And he would However, kill for her. <laughs> 
which yeah, is apparently a thing people like. I don't understand it See, at I, all. I can, as someone who likes the morally gray, I can kind of see why people like him. I don't understand actually like being a phantom girly. I don't, I don't understand that at all. Um, <laughs> he also does have a beautiful singing yes, voice. Yes, I think it's, there's uh, a couple okay, things. I think A, he's that's got true. a beautiful singing voice. He sees how talented she is <laughs> and he's like, you know, supporting her in her endeavors or whatever. So that's part of it. Uh, he wants to take he credit does. though. He's like, you're only the way I that you are because way. I exactly. sure but, made you this way. And also Raul wouldn't be in love with you yeah. if you weren't a good singer. You know, but regardless, you know, he yeah. shows an interest in what she's interested in. You know, that's what every girl wants. And so it's true. <laughs> it's that. And then it's um, I, I think true. it's that he wants her type thing. And I, everybody wants to feel wanted. Yeah, and there's this line, it's also why people yeah. crush on joe goldberg from you it's like the the line between wants you and is obsessed with you is a very thin line i think it's easy to get mixed up and so i think a lot of the girlies who are prone to like uh, the phantom and joe um <laughs> i think that their line of wanting versus obsession might be a little blurred it is for a lot of people um and but it can feel especially when you're on the other side of it it can feel very similar as the person who's the one wanted mm. or the one who someone's obsessed with so i think right. it just yeah. feels like a really intense wanting so i get that however i don't get actually yeah. liking the phantom because the idea of like somebody wanting you is like with the morally great characters hopefully that culminates in they they learn so much about you that they know you so well that they know what you really want and care about and they're willing to sacrifice themselves for you in the end and that's where we get the morally gray instead of just yes. being a bad boy which mm-hmm. is just a dick and so I, we never get that with the phantom so i see why yeah. it's like yeah. we had half of the equation for a really charming morally gray character that we could have i would have been totally in love with but the other half of him actually doing decent things just doesn't ever happen he doesn't even do the right things for the wrong yeah. reasons that's the thing a morally gray character we can like yeah. has to at least do the wrong things for the right reasons occasionally <laughs> he does not do yes. that yeah and and yeah at the end it's like he lets her go and so i think some people might think it's like oh he loved her enough to let her go but he did kidnap her multiple originally so (laughs) and it's only because he got something he's murdered like five people and i think also Mm -hmm. she kissed him on the board and i kind of think he was like well i have no idea what to do from here anyways like this was all i wanted yeah (laughs) this 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 is it this is the the dream yeah he's like well my plan was successful so what i'm fine with whatever happens now i feel like that's go on with your life i feel like that was what happened but yeah what about um least favorite parts well kendall said the end yeah uh mine was the money part i didn't care about it i don't know but is the it? safety okay. pin part was very funny <laughs> i will give you that i, love I was the like safety pin now part. we care about a safety pin all right and and i only cared about the money part in that context because we found out what the safety pin was for yeah. <laughs> it was i was into that <laughs> what is yours ash that was it the money part Oh, that's well, right. Because we were getting, I think wow. also, it's not even like the money part in itself, but especially like the placement of it. Like we were like on track, yeah. we were go- heading kind of towards the climax and all of a mm-hmm. sudden we care about this money thing. And I was like, I don't care about that, Gaston. Please, back yeah. to what we do care about. I guess if I had to pick one, I would say just like when they're in that torture chamber, only because it made me really thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was very effective. Was. I was literally sitting there. I had an empty glass of water next to me, and I was like, "Gosh, why can't that just fill up right now?" I'm really thirsty yeah, for some beer and cranberry so. juice. <laughs> yeah, or water, yeah, or water. You know, <laughs> um, those are my. Options. What about favorite least favorite characters? Um, yeah. Okay, I I like the Phantom as a character. I don't like him as a love <laughs> yes. interest. I don't want him to be with Christine, but. 
I do think he's an interesting character, and I just love the way he messes with people in the opera house. He's just like, yeah. he is fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. you know, ventriloquy my way into freaking people out. Oh, he's out, such a They nerd. think I have multiple heads. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, I built this trap door, and I made this mechanism that will either blow the place up or flood it, and also, I'm a ventriloquist. He pulls that and... one, like, right <laughs> at the a end. a really good yeah. singer. Also a really good singer. Yeah. I want to I want to watch the Phantoms HGTV show, you know, where he like <laughs> yeah. does trap doors. Today we're going to build stuff. a torture chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they like, call him the king of strangulation. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also the prince of trap doors. Let's see how he yeah. does it. <laughs> he sings his own theme song. Oh, oh that's gosh. hysterical. <laughs> so yeah, I think he's a great character. Um, and also, I'm not going to lie, I just I don't love Christine or Raul that much. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of they're too in love with each other, and it just makes them annoying. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really do anything else. I just don't even feel like Christine's best. I don't think she is either. <laughs> she's I like, she's like, I don't. Better than all yeah, my other I options. truly think she's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not like, in love sure. with the Phantom. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Raul can she's get me like, out yeah, of this. Yeah, I know Raul from childhood. Sure, yeah, that's, that's good fine. enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she kind of just has this heart where she's like, oh, gosh, he's so into me. I don't want to disappoint yes. him. And yeah. isn't anything Our wrong, Christine so. has a bit of a bleeding heart, which is also why she has the opportunity yeah. to escape the night before with Raul, but she wants to give her last performance because mm-hmm. she thinks it would be too cruel to basically not, like, <sighs> so let funny. the fans yes. see her yeah. sing one last time. And I'm like, okay, bleeding heart. And I'm like, no, girl, no, no. just get out yeah. of there. He'll live Seriously. or he won't. Yeah. Let the chips fall where they yeah, may. Exactly. Is that even mm-hmm. a yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> not another malapropism. Thought I mixed him up a um, little bit. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite character was Raul. I was just like, please contribute something, Raul. And he was like, I have nothing to contribute but my tears. And I was like, then the get tears. out, Raul. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it. My favorite character is Raul. Is it? <laughs> I think he's hilarious. <laughs> well, maybe tied for uh, the Persian. Persian. Yeah. Uh, yes, I the Persian. He, I thought he was so the funny. The Persian's like, my favorite character. I was like, Raul, nobody's doing it like you. And by that, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Is bad. for you a know, reason, nobody's doing it like it. him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but the Persian actually amazing. Was the great. Persian's fantastic. Yeah, the Persian is the most like competent and crushable character in this entire book. He is mm-hmm. great. He's he's just competent. Yeah. I mean, it's a low bar, but he is also just really good. It in a is vacuum, a low bar. So. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That says yeah. something about a person. What would you do if you were dropped into a really weird illusion torture chamber? You know, <laughs> cry and waste water, or yeah. try to find a way mm-hmm. out. <laughs> Yeah, this is the new personality test. Are you the person yeah. or are you the Oh, God. <laughs> are you the phantom? Oh, are you the <laughs> one who made it? Are you the master? I feel like Carissa yeah. of the uh, three of us would be the phantom. phantom. Like that's why he's my favorite. I <laughs> probably I is. You know, also, again, I think the movie colors how I view this because one of the reasons I don't like Raul a lot is in the movie, there's this part, I think it's in song, and I'm not going to sing it, but where Christine is essentially, like, because in the movie, instead of her just getting kidnapped you know out of the blue it's a plan like they use her as bait and then like the night before she's like raul i'm really scared and he's like christine all of our hopes are pinned (laughs) on you and i'm like dude that's the least helpful thing you could possibly say right now (laughs) and and i'm just that was the moment i was like okay i if i have to choose i'm going phantom Uh, I was I was gonna watch the movie right after this because I, I honestly have only what? seen it one time. Oh, I'm like, so I ready to watch it again. It, yeah. Once a year, I watch it and get in like full phantom mode for like a straight week. So I have to like be like cognizant <laughs> of when I'm gonna watch it and go full phantom. Yeah, that is hysterical. 
I've been listening to All I Ask of You on repeat. All I, ask I think of it's you. one of the best it songs is. ever written. So much of the music <laughs> is. And every time I was telling Chris again yesterday, I was like, you know, every time I watch one of the opera, I think I could hit that note. Can I? Absolutely not. But I like fully on my my angel of music. It doesn't matter because I know this about myself and I'm still, I'm going to go watch this movie and be like, what am I thinking? Of course I can hit that note. No. (laughs) And Javi has always been gone for my Phantom Week, so he's never seen me obsessively sing Phantom of the Opera music. Yeah, for like a week straight. And I'm like, I don't think he's ready for this. I don't think he knows. (laughs) there is like this interesting delusion that i have that sometimes i'll hear someone sing and i'm like that's that's got to be super easy right like that's not that impressive and then i try it and i'm like oh that's why they have to train and stuff it's actually really hard exactly seriously oh my god (laughs) when you have a strong imagination you're like i can imagine myself as anything Yeah. I'm basically Christine Dyer. Yeah. Yeah. Who is it? (laughs) Easy. Um, Let's see. What about uh, favorite quotes? I had mine pulled up. I don't. And this is kind of getting back to like the ugliness thing. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know what chapter or page it is, but it's toward the end. And I think this is from the Persian's perspective. But it says um, about the Phantom his horrible, unparalleled, and repulsive ugliness put him without the pale of humanity, and it often seemed to me that, for this reason, he no longer believed that he had any duty toward the human race at all. Ooh. And I, I think that just sums him up really well. I think well. it does, too. So. That's good. I Mine was Christine and Raul are talking, and uh, she says, are people so unhappy when they love? And he said, yes, Christine, when they love and are not sure of being loved. Yeah. I'm like, true. That's kind of the Phantom's whole thing, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to make, I'm in, I'm in love with her, in love quotes, and I'm going to yeah. make it everybody's problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to like, make this everyone's problem. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is interesting that, like, I feel like a big theme of this book is the whole idea of selfish versus selfless love. I don't know that there's any selfless love going on at all. No. But it is kind of, they, they just constantly say, like, I'm in love with you. I love you. And I think in real life, too, people kind of use that as an excuse to do things to people mm-hmm. as opposed to a reason to treat them better. And so it's just like in your face here to extremes like i'm gonna kill people and i'm gonna kidnap you and that kind of stuff but raul does that too he kind of does pressure her in certain ways like if you were a good person you'd love yes, me yes he definitely you know does. the entitlement of these like, men is yeah. off the charts yeah so entitled Ugh. yeah but anyway i like that theme i like that too i am trying mm-hmm. to pick a quote right now from goodreads i'm not okay. gonna lie um, but the problem okay. is I wanted to go with the first quote, which makes me seem so cheap. <laughs> I was, I literally saved it because I knew you were really? going to pick it. Okay, I'm going to do, do it, it then. Yes, because do this, it. It's, do it. This it's one of the best. It's a really good one. If I am the phantom, it is because man's hatred has made me so. If I am to be saved, it is because your love redeems me. Which is Pretty totally good. just a straight excuse and good totally stuff. just placing blame everywhere but on him. Mm-hmm. But I mean... I think it's very like broken human like nature to think that way. So yeah. it's like the mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do think that way. They just don't say it yeah. out loud. <laughs> Again, Joe Goldberg. Yeah. From you. 
He's an extreme example. <laughs> but it's true. What's well, also it's the anything that you blame, if you blame like your past for the way that you are now, that's what this is. Or even if you say, Oh yeah, like my spouse made me such a better person, you're doing the same thing. Like take credit for your bullshit and take credit for your wins. Like if you're a good decent person, mm-hmm. it's because you made yourself a decent person. Congratulations. If you're right. acting shitty, it's because mm-hmm. you've chosen to act shitty and like that's it. But it's yeah, yeah but it's I true. mean there's you do have to overcome like the nature and nurture that has gotten you to where you are. Um, and our yeah. our boy uh, Eric did not do that at all and never grasped the concept no. even remotely. He did not. He was He's just like, kind of like I, people abused me, so mm-hmm. it's cool if I abuse other people for better yeah. reasons, right? I think that might <laughs> also like, no, be that's part of why some girls like him is this idea of I want to be the reason that a man redeems himself. Like I want to be the reason, mm. you know. Ooh. I think a lot of people, I mean, men and women, like want to have like kind of like the savior thing, but especially they we call it the the bird with the broken wing thing, you know like um Mm -hmm. or trying to fix someone I think a lot of women have that because there's something to being the person that somebody changes for that makes you think well they just love me enough to change but again you can't take credit for that because if they did actually change that was on them they chose to change maybe you were a Mm -hmm. factor an influencing factor in their life but there's nothing you can do to make another person change they have to choose to change so yeah, yeah, I've always true. hated that mm-hmm. because I'm like, I don't want someone to love me enough to change. I want them to already be a good person <laughs> and therefore it to mean something when they love yeah. me, you yeah, know? Like, it's true. I don't get yeah. that. And like, what if they only change for you? Then that means That's that my... their good mm-hmm. personhood is dependent on you loving them Yes, back. or on and you making like, them feel loved, which is contingent on many yeah. things. I have a big problem. That's my big yeah. problem with it is that um, mm-hmm. if somebody is so quote unquote changeable, then how can you rely on them to remain loving anyways? Remain yeah, away. if they're going to just mm-hmm. flip-flop for you, which is why change should never happen because, like, it should never happen for another person. Maybe it could happen because mm-hmm. of another yeah. person in small part, but definitely not for, because then it's too malleable. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and then, oh, this is sort of only sort of related, but another trope that I actually kind of like because I think it's, like, deliciously evil, but, like, I, I think it's bad if it uh-huh. really happens is like the oh this bad thing happened to me like like the person I love something mm-hmm. happened to them and so now I'm yeah. gonna be evil mm-hmm. <laughs> because then it's like okay so that's exactly yeah. what happened like you were only right. good because of yeah, this of so person. now that it's gone you're like well I have an excuse yeah. now to be bad and mm-hmm. it's like okay that's not yeah. really what anyone that's not how it works exactly. so your yep. fault but exactly cool. Cool. very much so um, which is why our identity yeah. should not be tied up with the people in our lives. We should be fully functioning people, regardless of who is in our life. But yeah. Oh, there's a lessons it's learned. So Don't tell my codependent <laughs> <and> that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that takes us to uh, lessons learned, which we already just said some lessons. But any more lessons? Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. we yeah. did just say a lot of them. Um, I would say if you know that someone's uh, planning to kidnap you, and you have like a whole 24 hours to get out of town, maybe ooh, run. Do that. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. If you, I especially that. if yeah. someone's already kidnapped you, uh, you don't owe them anything. You don't owe them a concert, like a last concert or anything. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christine. Like, I think you you're good. I think, uh, I think yeah, you're, you're, you're good. good. You, you can, can run. Go. I, Conscious is yeah. clear. <laughs> you're good. Wow. Yeah, that's it. That's one. Um, oh. I think um, another one is when someone demands a safety pin, bring them the damn safety mm-hmm. pin. So you never know. know what that There's got to be some kind of maybe a couple of yeah. chapters later. There's got to be some. You may never know about the scorpion and what is it? The frog. Ah, uh, yes. 
the cricket. The, it, it, the grasshopper. The grasshopper. grasshopper. It is weird that the scorpion was the option that did not murder a bunch mm-hmm. of people, which you would think would See, be the opposite. So scorpions are not tricky. always as dangerous as grasshoppers. He was, like, barely hiding the fact that he just really wanted to murder people. <laughs> uh-huh. He was, like... He was like, you know what? I'm going to make this as hard as possible. I'm going to trick her really with the symbolism. Yeah. And if I do kill people, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be on you for picking the wrong one. Yeah. It's on you. It's not because I made this an impossible no, riddle. It's like, your yeah. fault. Definitely yeah, it's just you. like, I'm a good person yeah. if you make me a good person. So I have absolutely <laughs> no responsibility for my actions. <laughs> yeah, so really, if you're going to kill people, kill them yourself. Don't put it on someone else. You know, just own it. Yeah. Like, if he was just evil and, like, owned it, I'd I would have respected him more, more. honestly. Yeah. Um, still, let's not yeah. kill anyone. We're not condoning that. Um, it's but true. definitely, that. regardless of what it is. <laughs> Unless it looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you do it with a torture dungeon in an underground cavern. Unless with you a know that you're going to swing yourself some really badass title like King of Strangulation. Yeah. Yeah, then, you know, follow yeah. your dreams. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so maybe don't, but um, I think that... that <laughs> okay, so uh, scratch that. that but uh, <laughs> we, can, we can take out of that the real lesson of uh, don't ask anyone to do something you wouldn't do yourself. I mean, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. True, true. Yeah, if you want to take that to, like, a somewhat real place. Um, there's got to be some lesson mm-hmm. with Raul. Um, I'm thinking about if a Persian tells you to put your hand at the level of your eyes, just, just do, do it. it. Don't, ask, don't questions. ask questions. He knows don't what he's doing. Questions. He's smarter than yeah. you. Um, also, I think, uh, honey, you can wait. There's better options out there. I promise you. Uh, the the yeah, men in your Christine. life right now are not your only app. To Christine, to anyone out there who's like, does. I feel like I could maybe make yeah. these puzzle pieces fit together, but maybe they don't quite, or maybe there's something better. There's something better. Just wait, wait it out, hun. It does get better. You will find a a different person who is more suited to you. Just wait it out. This is not going to be forever. You do not need to settle for Raul. Yep. Psychopath and crybaby are not the only no, two I options. No, I promise there's more. So. I promise there's more options. Yes. And I'm oh not, like, insulting people who cry. No. It's, it's the degree it's the, to which he cries. And, and it's the <laughs> lack of action he took. Like, if he was crying but yes. actively being helpful, I'd okay. be like, whatever. Yeah. No, 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 no. Here, I think he really gave it his all. His all is just so, so no. Yeah, I think I just know? don't like, have much respect really for trying. that. And yeah. he, like, actively was looking it's for true. her. It's not his true. fault really that he's bad at dumb and to like be able to yeah, incompetent yeah. The, the cop you know? is like um i think your brother actually kidnapped her and is on his way out of the city and he's like oh my gosh i'll go hunt them down then he leaves the room and the cop is like huh, see being a police officer is getting other people to do police work for you <laughs> <laughs> i'm like sir you better call him back because he's, he's not, not gonna, gonna do yeah. it. Like, he's not gonna catch up <laughs> he gets distracted literally yeah. right away <laughs> yeah i just don't have a ton of respect for all um I don't know if there's any other. Uh, you probably, I think. You know what? If you think you can hit the note, I bet you can do it if you wanted enough. <laughs> you train with the angel of music mm-hmm. and oh, let him kidnap God. you a few nope. times. You nope. can eventually hit that note. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> if you hear a voice singing to you from within your wall, leave the house and call the police. <laughs> Get the hell, get the out, hell of there, out! Don't let the OG get That's you. That's what kills me. It's like when you see like those <laughs> the OG, when you see like those like haunting videos on TikTok where someone will be like tapping the wall and like something taps back and they're like, "Wow!" And I'm like, "Get out! What are you doing? <laughs> I Leave have the house. No, I cannot fathom that. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
No, the second I think something is haunting yeah. me. Do you know what I'm is so much there. scarier to me than like a haunted house is like when they find like someone's been living in their attic or their basement. That is so much scarier. <gasps> I know. That's my nightmare. See, that's that's creepy. That is, is what he's doing. Yeah. It is <laughs> what he is. Terrifying. He is real. It is so much scarier than if he weren't actually a ghost. I would rather him be a ghost. Oh, I yeah. so much scarier that he's just a man who's like living in the ground and the walls. It's so scary. Somebody living in the walls is the worst. Oh, thing I'm getting I've ever like goosebumps, of. and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a nightmare. Gosh. Okay, wait. Can I share one more quote of real course. fast? That's on the funnier side. It's like pseudo related. Um, so it's toward the beginning, and it's about the um, French. They've just said one. no, but it's like a French okay. attitude, and it's about like all the spot, all the sightings of the phantom. It says, after all, who had seen him? You meet so many men in dress clothes at the opera who are not ghosts. <laughs> Oh god, that's up. true. It's so like true. you know, some most people you meet are not ghosts. So how could you know if you met a ghost? <laughs> this is god. true. You know, this is true. Some good points. Gaston yeah. is really like mm-hmm. he's on another level. He knows yeah. his stuff. So we are doing a new segment where we do first impressions, which I meant to do before we started the okay. summary. Uh, this was a little oh, different because right. we already first had impressions. first impressions. Um, usually it'd be like first impressions yeah. of the book cover. But I guess, do you okay. remember what your first impression of Phantom of the Opera as a story or movie or whatever was before you actually watched it? Well, I think, the, so the first time I watched it was uh, at GCU with you and Marianne. And it was several years after it had even come out. It was, I don't know, it came out a long time ago. And I just remember thinking, oh, opera, that's so boring. And then just not being interested in it at yeah. all. So I thought it was going to be like really. That was my first impression before I saw it as well. I thought this is going to be opera and I'm not yeah. interested in opera. What about you, Spoons? Well, I mean, I was aware of it, like as a musical, you know, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know a lot, I guess. But then uh, Emily made me watch the movie. Um, because there was a meme going around for a while. I think it was a vine, and it was like this little weird prairie dog thing and it would be like sing for me my angel of music and then it would be like anyway it was very dumb but it was funny at the time and so it's still funny um, and i was like is this what fan of the opera and she was like we have to watch it so we watched it we have to know the context we watched it at her house and i i cried a lot um because i cannot handle yeah i mean i'm such a role let's be honest i cannot handle um like people being cruel mm-hmm. to fit like that's why i had such a hard time with hunchback of notre dame so yeah. like the flashbacks oh. with the phantom in the movie i was like i can't even watch yeah. this i can't even watch this it's and it so made me sad. so upset um mm-hmm. but then like so like the like last half of the movie because i feel like they talk about that earlier in the movie but i'm not yeah. sure yeah i think so, so um because so, like, basically from then on the whole time i was like maybe he should just die <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was what i was like crying about because like just let him out of his misery because i was like i'm not that like everybody who's been abused should die but like he had already ruined his life so So badly at that point that i was like i don't know if he can be redeemed well you and and gaston were on the same page a lot of pain too so maybe it would be better if he was dead yeah you're like if the the plot takes it there i might be like you know yeah i was like i mean Mm -hmm. maybe he should just die that's what i thought he's also killed so many people yeah that's what i was thinking i was like you have murdered too many people for me to like root for you anymore but i feel bad for you (laughs) so these feelings are resulting in me thinking you should be out of the picture (laughs) so i don't have to very reasonable very reasonable (laughs) well uh how many pinkies up would we give this book i gave it four i do all right spoons Mm. 
I think that y'all are going to be surprised. I'm going to give it 2.75. Ooh, that's like lower. That's like a whole pinky up lower than I thought. I or pinky down. I like parts of it. I like, mm-hmm. like, the vibe of it. I thought the vibe was really fun. But I was like, what is happening? Like, there's, it was so <laughs> rambling and, like, it weird It was hard times. to follow. And I was, was like, I, like, follow. understand sort of, like, I, I, I felt like I get got it. But then mm-hmm. I would be like, why are we doing this? Or, like, what is happening? Yeah. In the moment. And it's then, weird. like, yeah. I yeah. felt like some parts of it, I was like, I feel like I could have written this. <laughs> no offense to guest <laughs> I on. Too. I know. But, like. Like some of the dialogue was weird, and I was like, "Yeah, what is going I'm having on? to assume it was translation." Because I kept thinking that yeah. too. I was like, "There's no way that this book would be as famous as it is if it was like yeah. if this was it." Because <laughs> it's not amazing, mm-hmm. but no, yeah. But right. I did like parts of it a lot. I yeah. am giving it three point seven five pinkies up, which is the same rating okay. that I gave um, Great Expectations by Charles Dickens, exactly. and I'm thinking about that because I have been like debating since Tuesday like what am I gonna what am I gonna rate it at I don't know because I was like do I like it more do I like it less and I was like Mm -hmm. I I like it for very different reasons like Charles Dickens that book Great Expectations got a lot of points just for the craft being so excellent um but the story and then the twists all of like the like soap Mm opera twists at the end like really got me they were great but this book is getting the majority of its positive pinkies up from the interesting settings and the characters, even the ones yes. I don't like, yeah. and the originality mm-hmm. of the plot and, like, the illusions and stuff. But the craft, yeah. not at all. And I was like, will I ever right. read this again? Probably not. So, again, it gets a 3.75. Right. But, yeah. Okay. I just think I really love the French writing style or whatever that is. It's just so funny. Yeah. I don't know. It's in your it, DNA. It's dry humor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> true. That too. But um, yeah, I feel like I have to defend it now. But I, I do understand. It is very disjointed. No, it's okay. You I thought it. I would, want. I'm just saying I love it for these I reasons. think it was a great recommendation. I'm glad I read it. You know. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. glad too because now I like know where the movie came from and it's there are some interesting key differences like the ending like they kill christine but the phantom lives Mm -hmm. on which is the reverse of the book so it's interesting that they made those decisions and they eliminated the persian the inarguably best best character (laughs) i think he just felt so out of the blue almost in the book and then they didn't give us the backstory until so much later and i think that they felt like maybe it was too complicated to try and give the backstory in detail enough to explain the persian yeah, because in yeah. the movie, but can, like, isn't the person who like hid the phantom in the opera the lady, right? Yeah, yeah. it's what's her name? And Gary? they were like yes. friends or something. Yeah, yes. yeah. I think yeah. I kind of like that better. A few characters, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do yeah. like the Persian as character. As a character, I, think I like the backstory. Yeah. Well, he's in the my movie favorite better. character. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think it was. I think the way they told the story in the musical is cleaner. So oh, yeah, that's it. It that's is. It, yeah. yeah, but. Can you just, like, imagine in the movie or the musical or whatever, the Persian just, like, appears out of nowhere, yeah. like, many times in the book. He's just, they turn around and he's just standing there. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like he's part of the ghost. Yeah. Like, he's a red herring for the ghost. So interesting. So, I like, I like that. that, too. Well, that's, that is uh, Le Phantom de l'Opera. I already forgot how, what it is. Good Thank job. you. I probably did that incorrectly. It was the correct words. I don't know about the pronunciation. Yeah. But... <laughs> Ain't that the problem. Also, in my head, um, the acronym is POTO. Poto. One we're curious. About. Oh, for Phantom of yeah. the Opera. Phantom Poto. Of the Opera. <laughs> That's Poto. adorable. Oh, the Night Circus. 
That's what oh. we're reading next oh. episode. Spoons, have you read this before? Cool. I have not. It is so good. Oh my god. Lewis, you've read it, right? What? No. I you would so okay. It's the Aaron. Do you want to come back? Something. <laughs> I know. I, I don't have it though. I don't know how uh, to get it. <laughs> buy it or rent it or well, ebook it or audiobook it. It it's is true, so good. I, I cannot believe it. that you guys have not read it. I think it is. Um, Aaron, what's her last name? Is it Morgan, Morgan Stern, Stern or, or am I getting Cassandra? Claire no, it's mixed something up in like there. that. It's something <laughs> like that. I'll know next episode. But it's so it good. It's Stern. like magical illusion, mysterious, dark circus yeah. type vibes. Ooh. So I think you guys, it's like right up both of y'all's alley, and I cannot believe that you haven't read it. This was a book wreck yeah. from I believe. Oh, okay, how would you pronounce the name? M a t h e a. Mathia. 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 I don't know. In Italian, would be Mathia. That's what Mathia, I would assume. Mathia. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce your name, but it's Mathia Brink. Uh, this is a book rack from you. Thank you so much for the book rack. I'm excited about it. And I cannot believe that y'all have not read it. Um, Chris, if you do read it, you should <laughs> come back on the episode. So just let me know if you read it okay. and you can join us again. And we might have a surprise okay. Lewis again for next episode. Yeah, that we'll would see. be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> surprise. So if you guys want to keep up with us during the week, you can do that. All you got to do is follow us. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. We are That Pretentious Book Club. If you guys wouldn't mind leaving a review and or a rating below wherever you're listening to this, that would be fantastic. It's so great to see those. Uh, and also, if you guys want bonus content, like you want to see the video recordings of our episodes because you want to see our beautiful faces uh, and you want, you know, bonus episodes and exclusive merch, you can go to Patreon slash StorySirenStudio.com. That's our production company. And you guys can go support us there and get all that cool exclusive content. And if you just want to support us another way and you don't want to like subscribe or anything, that's totally fine. You can go to StorySirenStudio.com and check out all of the merch that we have there for everybody. It's really cool. Um, my sister, who is our graphic designer, is working on some very cool fall merch right now. So we're going to have some of that Yay. soon as well. I'm actually thinking I'll probably bring back for a limited time the fall merch we had last year, which was pretty good. It That'd was be great. a bunch of stuff that said always falling for the villain. So um, <laughs> it does not apply to either of my co-hosts, but it does to me and to um, probably the phantom girlies also. The phantom girlies, yeah. that one's for you. <laughs> yeah, this is for you, phantom girlies. Um, but yeah, that's everything I've got for you guys. So if you guys have book recs for next season, you can DM us or you can email us at contact at storysirenstudio.com. And until next week, keep your teacups full. Your pinkies high. And, and your, your book, book club. club. And your book club pretentious. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>